When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I heard that you've settled down, that you found a nigga and you marry now. I heard that your dreams came true. Guess that hoe gave you things I didn't give to you. But like I really did, but you're trifling and really didn't fucking notice. So it's like, whatever. Oh, friend, why are you so angry? Ain't like you to hold back and be scary from a fight. I hate to turn up out of the blue uninvited, but I couldn't stay away. So gonna run you your fade. I had hope you see my face and that you be reminded that for me, it, it isn't over. Mm-hmm. Never mind, I'ma still beat your ass. I wish nothing but the worst for you too. Don't hit me, you begged. I remember your scary ass said. Sometimes it lasts in love, but sometimes it hurts instead. Mm. Sometimes it lasts in love, but sometimes it hurts instead. Mm. Welcome to the Solomon Ray podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. That was... um. It, it's 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 kind of like a beautiful rendition. It's honestly the better version of that song. Um, originally written once again for an artist. I'm not even really gonna say her name because it's like me and her really just got a little bit of beef. But um, you know, I wish her all the best. She just you know be changing my lyrics and stuff like that. But it's like you know, it's like which one is much more artistic. Mine or hers? You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Which one is more relatable? Hello? Anyways, first, before we get started, I want to give a shout out to the girls who've rated and reviewed this podcast, five stars and five stars only. Billy, I swear to God, don't you go into that that litter box making up some noise while I got this mic on. You waited all day to take a dump. Don't you go into that. I, I swear. While I got this mic on and the mic is high. Um, shout out to the girls who've rated this podcast five stars and five stars only. This week we have a, a review from Tizzy Tay and she says on point period. That's it. That's all she said. And honestly, it suffice. It don't really got to be too in depth. Sometimes, sometimes it's like period. Good. It's good. How you like the podcast is good. Good. Yes. There's this, there's this video 
it's really not it's i don't think it's supposed to be funny but bitch i be rolling there's this video of like this and i don't even know she mexican or not but i feel like she's latin some shit bitch i don't know because you know the latin girlies be like oh i'm not i'm not mexican i'm Ecuadorian or whatever, and it's like, girl, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so it's like, no, I shouldn't say that <laughs> because <laughs> you really shouldn't be saying that, bitch. And that's so fucking foul. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, girl, whatever. So anyway, so I don't think she's Mexican. I think she's just she's just a Latin girl, and she don't speak no English at all. And they asked her on the end of the video. They're like, do you want water? No, what did they say? They said, do you want ice in your water? She said, yes. Or something. I don't know. I I got to figure out why this is so funny, but it's something. She, they're like, do you want water? Yes. Do you want water with ice or do you want water with no ice? And she goes, yes. <laughs> I don't know why this shit is so funny to me. Do you want water with ice or with no ice? Yes. <laughs> she said, bitch, if you don't run me in my motherfucking water, <laughs> She said, yes. Yes, run me in my motherfucking water, bitch. And they're like, but do you want it with, with your water with no ice or with ice? Yes. <laughs> that shit was funny. If I find that video, sometimes that's why I need to start saving these videos because sometimes I just need to look back and... Realize it's a key key. Um, what's going on this week? What's going on? For, hold on, before we even get started, bitch, I just have to address this. Um, about Sawray Beauty because the girls are really asking me a million and one questions. I think I'm gonna do like a little Q and A later on today to really kind of just flesh everything out. First things first, the Coochie Clorox. It will be done at the end of this month. Thank God. We did change. I feel like I said this on the podcast last week. Maybe I didn't. But um, I had to change the bottle of Coochie Clorox. It was a clear bottle because I thought it was going to be clear and cut. But then I realized the ingredients, any sort of like skin lightening ingredients, it could be not even skin bleach, bitch. It could just be vitamin C, bitch. You're really not supposed to let that be exposed to sunlight because then and it could it won't change the potency of the ingredient, but what it will do is it will make that ingredient darker. A lot of you guys have used vitamin C's and stuff like that serums, and if you've noticed, sometimes when it oxidizes or is exposed to light, it gets dark and like sticky. Um, so I hate that. And the last thing the girls need is to put a dark serum on their booty holes and coochies. You know what I'm saying? And then put their panties on. And then all of a sudden, you know, you doing laundry and it look like you got skid marks. You know what I'm saying? So I don't need, I don't really need that L in my life. So I decided, not last minute, but literally last week, which was last minute. Um, I was like, you know what, bitch? We got, well, I, like, I just woke up and I was like, bitch, no, we got to change the the whole everything. So then I had to go look for uh, a manufacturer who has um, all white bottles, exactly the same. And then once that's done, then we have to test out the bottles. And that takes like three days. So needless to say, <clears throat> it's now in production, but it will not be done until the end of this month. I'm sorry to say I thought it would be done a little bit sooner this month, but it will not be done till the end of um, this month. Um, but I just needed to make that decision because I was like, bitch... 
the last thing the girl like you know what I'm saying like I guess it's bad enough the girls are using oxidized vitamin C on their face but it's like girl putting that on your booty hole or your vagina or like in between your thighs and all of a sudden it's like brown juice you know what I'm saying not really gonna be brown juice because it'll be already absorbed I just didn't really want to take that L and I didn't need y'all taking that L walking around. It's about to be summertime, bitch. And the last thing you need is fucking brown juice. Bitch, does anybody remember this jail called Pro Style? Oh my God. So I don't know if Mexicans or Latin people use Pro Style. I'm sure they probably did, especially in Southern California. But basically, it's more like of a black thing. It's called Pro Style. Just Google it. Bitch. I don't know why, like, when I tell you, growing up, we had our staples, you know, there's like, less, what is it, I used to call it Lusters, Lester, is it less Lusters? Anyways, that pink oil mix, there, we would have that, we would have this thing called Jam, Jam was so bomb, bitch, Jam was like my favorite, because it smelled like strawberries, uh, it was like a pomade, and that was what I really should have been using on my hair, um, but... Girl, anyways, but Pro Style is kind of like of a brownish gel, and it's super flaky, just really cheap. Honestly, it's really bad. But, you know, the girls really love Pro Style. It is what it is. You know, I grew up off of it. I ain't died, child. But Pro Style would be so funny because my sister would do her little baby lay-me-downs where, you know, like, she would dip her what is it called? The the toothbrush in her Pro, pro Style, and she would do her little baby lay-me-downs. And so it'd be so funny because my mother would have the fucking heater on blasting. My mom still has a heat on right now. It's April. You want to know what, bitch, you want to know how hot it is outside? Let me see. Let me, let me just tell you. It is today, right now, 73 degrees outside. My mom has the heater on right now. Um, Don't ask. I don't even really want to get into it. It's been literally something we've been dealing with for decades. And as a family, we just kind of just ignore it and just be just fucking hot. Anyway, so we will be getting dressed um, and getting ready to go to school. And my sister would be in the bathroom and the heater would be blasting and she would be doing her um, her baby lay me downs with the pro style. And it would be so. She would be doing the baby lay me downs. And by the time she got in the car, she would be. <laughs> by the time she got in the car, she would be sweating. So it would just be fucking brown juice dripping. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, shout out to Pro Style. And that's one thing I just didn't want the Coochie Clarks to be pro given Pro Style, bitch. Okay, so boom, that's that. As for the face wash, the face wash is um is has actually been in production for a few weeks. It's just these hoes done printed it wrong. And it really wasn't that wrong. It's just a side of the logo was kind of cut off. And they literally asked me, they were like, Oh, hey girl, we accidentally printed it. It's just a little bit of the logos off. Do you want to keep it and just keep in production or do you want us to start all over again? I said, you need to start all over again. And don't let this shit happen the fuck again. Okay. And I don't even know why you're asking me, do you want to start? What do you what makes you think I want to keep these bottles that got the the logo printed on them wrong? Do it right. And that's why, you know what I'm saying? Like, do things right. 
that might work with some, for some other people. They'd be like, oh, girl, just keep it going. I don't really care. Girl, no. Reprint that shit again. And you're not charging me for it. So, girl, that's on you. You lost all that ink, all that fuck, all them bottles, bitch. And all that time that you done paid your employees. So, like, girl, lesson learned for you, ho. So, needless to say, the face wash will be back soon. And don't even, like, trip off of it, bitch. I'm pressed to get this motherfucking face wash back into my hands. I got one unopened bottle that I'm saving for dear life. Um, the best thing about the face wash is... I mean, there's so many great benefits, but honestly, I'm not even really trying to toot my own horn like that, but I definitely feel like it is one of the best face washes on the market. I'm not even really going to give it off like that, but I really deadass know it to be true. Because not only is it going to make your skin brighter and smoother by, you know, doing cell turnover, but when you have a high cell turnover on your face... It eliminates and it gets rid of pores. So it makes your pores really, really small. You can't even see them, bitch. And your skin is basically like glass. So, girl boo. So that's about to be in production. I mean, that is in production. Um, we also have a tra the travel size face wash, which the girls went up for over holiday season. So that's coming too. Um, also for the face cream, face brightening cream and the eye brightening cream, those are in production right now. They are now better because it has double the active ingredients. So it has double the niacinamide as it did before. So it's going to be even more lit, even more current and making, you know, your skin more lit, bitch. And it's honestly, I got one travel size. Well, it's not even travel size. It's full size. Um, One bottle of the face brightening cream to myself that I haven't, like, have one extra one that hasn't been opened. And I'm, like, using it sparingly, bitch. Because when I tell you I use my own products, that's the reason why I created this whole skincare brand, because it was, like, I, these are things I wanted for myself. So now I got everything I needed, bitch. Coochie on fleek, bitch. Booty hole on fleek. Face on fleek. You know what I'm saying? Skin popping, you know? I'm just waiting to do this hair regrowth serum, and then the bundle's gonna be bundling. It's, it's really a wrap. Um, so that's the update on that. I am, but the thing was, the reason why it took so long is because I did change the colors and it was taking a while for, um, them to find those specific colors. If anybody knows what like Pantone is and all that other shit, you'll understand like, girl, it's all about finding and using those exact colors. Anyways, long story short, it's on and pop in. The Coochie Clorox will be in stock finally this end of this month, um, it is 90% sold out for the pre-orders. So I'm probably going to order more while we're in production. Be like, girl, just double the order because it's like the girls want it. You know, and I know once it gets back in stock, it's like, girl. So if you haven't done your pre-order, feel free to do it. There's only 90%. That's oh, no, there's only 10% left for you to um, pre-order. So feel free to go to sawraybeauty.com and do so. Um, aside from that, what have I been doing this week? Um, I've been re... So I'm not trying to give it off like this, but I'm a girl who reads. So like I read every day. Um, and I really make it a habit to read every day. If, if anything, I'll try to read for like 30 minutes if I can't read for like out like a whole hour. Sometimes I only can get like 15, 20 minutes in. 
But I do read every single day. Um, I think it's important to read. You know, I'm not really going to go into it on... I'm going to spare y'all about the reason why I think reading is important. But um, anyways, bitch, the thing that I'm trying to say is a lot of times I just reread the same books. And I know that sounds boring, but it's just something about rereading a book for like the third or fourth time. And I'm talking about books I've been reading since I was, you know, in middle school. But um, I reread them now through like a different lens. And it's so, it's just, it's the wildest thing. Like it's, every time I reread a book, it's just through a different lens. Like through, you know, like how I would read it when I was in eighth grade is not how I read it when I was 19. And it's not how I read it when I was 25, you know? Because I read this book and when I was in eighth grade, I read it when I was 19. I read it when I was 25. And now I'm rereading again at 36. And I'm almost done. I only got like, I'm actually on the last chapter. Um, but I've been rereading The Joy Luck Club by Amy Tan. And it is literally one of, I think, probably my favorite book of all time. And I don't think I would have said that before. I mean, no, I would have said that before. It is literally one of my favorite books. And I just urge you guys, I mean, the movie is fabulous. The movie is just like, it is just divine. The movie is so good, bitch. But the book is just, like, bitch, I'm weeping. Like, I'm literally crying while I'm reading this book. And I think I'm crying more this time. I mean, I I was definitely emotional the other times that I've read the book. But I think this time, I don't know why, but just everything just is making me cry about this book. And it's so fucking good it's basically i mean for y'all who don't know it's basically about three chine well excuse me four chinese women who end up leaving china and um girl hopefully i'm not saying the wrong thing immigrated immigrant they moved to fucking san francisco bitch and this is i want to say they move in like the 1920s or maybe they move like in the 19th. Bitch, I don't know. But then they have daughters. I mean, they have sons too, but it ain't really about the sons. And so anyway, so it's all, it's four different women. And they become friends and they play Mahjong. And it, they basically form like this club called the Joy Luck Club. And it's basically, bitch, I'm about to start crying. Uh. Um... So, like, they basically form this club, and it's, like, they purposely would, like, eat good food or... And it wouldn't even be good food. Sometimes, like, the oranges would, like, in the book, it was talking about, like, if the oranges would be kind of, like, spotted or whatever. But they, like, during these really bad times, they still just trying to force themselves to... um experience happiness and joy and you know and luck through winning mahjong and like winning you know what i'm saying anyways so it's about it's about them and they're not related at all but then they become such close friends and then they have daughters and the daughters all kind of grow up to be the same age and it's just kind of like it's kind of it is written not kind of it it's written in the format of mahjong so it's kind of going through um four different segments of 
the mother's lives as well as the daughter's lives. And it's just a really fucking beautiful story, bitch. Like, it's just so good. You know, like, I definitely appreciate the drugs, the the crime, the the murders, the thrillers. I love those, bitch. I love stuff like that. But there's something about watching a movie or reading a book that is just about life. That is just, like, about life. It's so fucking good. I urge you guys to read it if you can. Um, There's a part in... Bitch, I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> Oh, uh, bitch, I'm gonna start crying. Um, there is this part, and it's in the movie too. But see, I didn't really, I didn't really give it off in the movie. Like I it didn't like before, and I don't know why it's hitting me now, but bitch, I'm gonna start crying. Uh. So there's this part, and I'm it's not like a spoiler or nothing, but there's okay, so in the movie, the it's three three women, three mothers. I mean, excuse me, four mothers. But one of them just recently died. And so her daughter is kind of like thinking back of like, you know, memories with her mom. And her mom like ends up making like her famous crab dish or whatever. And everyone comes over and is eating crab or whatever. And um, basically everyone's like oh they ended up picking like the best quality crab so like you know like if you about to go to fucking golden corral bitch or wherever and you looking at which one i'm gonna pick you're gonna pick the best looking one you know what i'm saying like bitch let me get the the right good rib give me that rib in the back you know so that's how everybody was eating and then so there was some slick shit that was said at the de dinner table by this bitch named waverly and i just don't really fuck with waverly i really don't i don't fuck with that bitch i do not like her i've never liked her i didn't like her when i was a kid i didn't like her because i used to i watched the movie as like a child and i didn't read the book until i was like in middle school but i never fucked with waverly i do not fuck with that bitch it's all it's and i just feel like somebody should have punched that hole in her her fucking throat I do not fuck with Waverly. But, and honestly, I kind of really don't fuck with her mom, but I kind of fuck with her mom b based off of, like, the fact that what she went through. But, bitch, I don't really fuck with Waverly. I just don't really fuck with that bitch. And I get it, you know, Waverly was going through, like, internal shit with her mom and, like, all this. Girl, fuck all that. I just, just be a good person. But she's not a really good person. So, anyway, so, boom. So, Waverly said some slick shit, which should have got her fucking popped at that fucking dinner table. And so, June, whose mama who just died, but her mom at that time was alive because her mom um, cooked all the crab. And so, everybody leaves or whatever. So, June and her mom was you know cleaning up in the kitchen and so they having like a heart she was like mom why didn't you you know basically like why didn't you stick up for me long story short she says this thing about like and she's like mom I, I noticed that you didn't eat your crab or some shit like that and she was like yeah it wasn't good you know I think the crab just might have been dead or like it wasn't a good crab like you know and bitch I'm gonna start crying uh <laughs> Bitch, it's too early for me to be crying, bitch. We're barely 20 minutes into the episode. Uh. And so her mom was like, um, you, what is she? She was like, you don't, you like, you always, 
compare me to Waverly and da 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 and you said that I didn't have style and you know I always feel like I'm always trying to be good for you and you never really fucking basically see me you know you don't really fucking see- bitch I'm gonna start crying bitch I don't know why I'm so emotional this week uh... and so <laughs> why am I crying over some shit like this and so her mom was like She's like, I see you. She's like, I see you. And like, bitch, I started breaking down. And she was like, everyone else picked, bitch. I don't even know if I can say this. I'm about to start crying. The eyes are already watering, bitch. My throat is choking up. She's like, I see you. And she was like, everyone else picked high quality crab. And she was like, everyone picked that. Everyone wanted the best. You did not pick the high quality crab. You pick the the low quality crab because you have high quality heart. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> when I tell you I broke down, honey. Uh, I was it was like <laughs> like this book, it's so it's just so good and it's like every time I reread it, it gets better and better and better and better. And then it's like I think reading it, um, I think reading it as like a child and then in my 20s, I kind of always more sympathized with the daughters. And of course, I still do clearly. But then, like, when you read about like the mothers, um, their story and stuff, it's like you really kind of sympathize with them even like more. Well, for me. And it's just like, girl, ugh, it's so good. But that is also the power of great fucking literature and being able to write something that's so poignant and so timeless to where you could read something when you're 19, 25, and then at 30, 36, and it could have three different meanings, you know? And three, you, you can digest it three different ways. And bitch... I really suggest you guys read that book. It's so fucking good. And it's not even like a thriller. It's not like a page turner in the sense where it's like you just feel... You could just read it at ease. And it's just so... The way Amy Tan writes the book, it's just so colorful and descriptive. And just... It's honestly really good, bitch. I don't even want to talk about it no more because I'm going to start crying. Ugh. Oh my God, I was not expecting that. But I also kind of was because there's a couple other really good um, moments in the the novel. Like there's this one moment where um, ba- it's just, girl, just read the book. That's all I'm going to say. Just read the fucking book, bitch. And I think you could probably, I'm sure it's on Audible or somewhere else. Read the book. It's so fucking good. Watch the movie, too. The book, the movie's good. But, you know, like, the movie don't really give the full tea. Like, the full... Like, that's the thing about movies is you, you're you watching it. But, like, when you're reading something, it really... Especially if it's a good writer, it will fully flesh everything out. And it's a little bit more colorful. And, like, if you're someone like me who's, like, an empath and just very gets emotional out of nowhere, you're able to 
like you'll read the words and it means you know what i'm it's just it hits you harder than just watching something on a screen bitch when she said bitch you ate low quality crab because you have high quality bitch And then there's a part where, so basically her mom, bitch, I'm gonna start crying. Uh, I really need to move on. I can't even talk about this. I really need to fucking move on to the next topic. Like her mom, the mom who died, um, she ended up before, when she left China, she ended up give, getting rid of, not getting, well, yeah, she got rid of her children. Her two, She had two twins. And she just left them, bitch, I'm going to weep. So she was like, basically had dysentery and just was like on the verge of fucking death. And it's not funny. It's not funny, but it's like she was basically on the verge of fucking death. And so she didn't want to die next to her. Bitch, I'm gonna start crying. She didn't want to die next to her her babies. And so she was like, she didn't have money there. Like she was there. She was literally on the fucking road um, and just kind of like left them on the side of the road, bitch. And she gave them, she gave her, um, she took off all her jewelry, all her pearls, her silks, everything, and just kind of left it with the babies and was just like, I hope, you know, they have good luck. You know, I can't die next to my babies. That would give them bad luck. So many ways, so boom. So the two, bitch, not me telling you the whole movie. I mean, the whole, whole um, book. But it's not like, it's not like you don't know this by like the first couple pages of the book opening of the book that's they literally open up with this and basically like the the aunties i mean the three other women who's still alive was like bitch we've been trying to find them girls so your mom could you know be at peace and so they're like bitch we found her you gotta go to china and talk to them and basically june the daughter who's the only one left alive i mean her mom's daughter from america was basically like, oh, bitch, I'm gonna start crying. Bitch, I, okay, this is it. And I really gotta get off of this topic because I will be fucking weeping, bitch. She was like, I feel like, I, she was like, I feel like I've never been able to do anything for my mom. And this is the first thing I feel like I can do for her is mend this relationship with her daughters that she gave up. And I was like, bitch, like that's major. You know, like, to feel like your whole life to have lived. You know what I'm saying? To live with your mom. These two, do- like, these two babies have never even met their mom. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they did when they was, like, infants, but, bitch, they don't remember that shit. But it's like they never met their mom, don't know their mom. Here you are. You've been with your mom your whole fucking life. And you're saying things like, oh, I don't even know who this lady is. I don't really know too much about her. And you know what I'm saying? I feel like I've never been able to do anything for her. You know, it's just, it's so good, bitch. Just read the fucking book. That's all I'm going to say, bitch. I can't keep crying, bitch. And I'm just going to be moving right along. I'm going to take a break. Bye. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Uh, okay, so back to, we got to change the subject. We got to change the subject because, bitch, whoo, bitch, I'm, like, when I'm telling you I'm really choked up, I'm still a little choked up, but I got to change the subject because I'm really fucked up. So, as y'all know, the 100th episode is right around the river bend, bitch. And I'm going to do the top five moments of this podcast. And apparently, you guys really love the um, the story times. So, I have one quick story time I'm going to do before I kind of get into my, um, what I really want to talk about. But, um, so there's this one time. It's really a really quick story. But I just was thinking about it the other day. And I was like, why? I don't think I've mentioned this story before. So I was in, I went to, I was living, where the fuck was I living, honestly? I was in New York. No. Bitch, I don't know. But where, oh, bitch, I don't really remember. I don't think I was living in New York at the time, but I was visiting New York. That's what it was. So I was in the hotel or whatever, and I had to record a thing for this person's podcast. And I was just kind of like running, not running errands, but like just doing shit, right? So boom. So then I was talking to this guy or whatever, and I've been talking to this guy, and he's fine, boots. And I was like, come through, come through, come through, come through, come through. So boom. So he was like, I'm going to come through tonight. Let's say like, I don't know, 9 o'clock. Bitch, it might have been actually 9 o'clock. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to come through at nine. So I, there's this, like, there's this place that I get spaghetti from, and I really love their fucking spaghetti. It's so bomb. But it's it takes, like, an hour and a half for them to just, like, it'd be such a busy restaurant that it really takes, like, an hour for them not to make it, but to just get to your order and deliver it. So it does take a while. Like, it takes, like, sometimes an hour and a half. So, he's, let's say he's coming at 9 o'clock. I literally, like, at, like, he's like, oh, I'm around the corner. Boom, I place my, my order for deliver, like, for, yeah, delivery. So, I tell him, I was like, oh, I'm at this hotel. This is where it is. So, bitch, that man come up. He's fine boots. It's like the chemistry's on and popping. I'm like, you know, like a kid at a candy store. It's just giving fireworks. It's giving divine. It's giving everything, right? And all of a sudden, I keep getting, like, my phone vibrating. And I was like, this is crazy. It's like 9-10, by the, mind you. It's like 9-10, bitch. We haven't even performed the Seven Wonders. Like, nothing's really... We're just getting there. Like, we're about to, like... We're kind of slowly encroaching on that phase. It's 9, 10, 9, 11, 9, 12 or something. My phone is just vibrating, 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 vibrating. And I'm like, girl, just... What the fuck? Then all of a sudden, my hotel phone is calling. I'm like, hold on, this is crazy. I I pick up the phone. They said, your order is downstairs. I was like... For me? Because mind you, I just placed this order. And I've been ordering from this place since at least 2010. 
So over a decade, bitch, I've been ordering from this place and they are never, they always take a minimum of an hour, a minimum. And so I was like, mm, are you sure? They're like, yeah, for Solomon. And then I'm looking at my phone. It's the the delivery guy blowing me up like the motherfucking world trade, bitch. They are just, it's crazy. And so y'all know I like my food blazing hot R&B and hip hop, bitch. That, I want my food blazing hot R&B and hip hop. I don't like my food cold. And the worst thing is when you in a hotel, like you can't warm up your food. So it's like, I mean, you can send it to like, room service but then they be acting crazy and it's just like a whole bunch of shit so i like my food blazing hot r&b and hip-hop so i was stuck with a with a dilemma i was like there's this fine man and he's like right here gorgeous just a beautiful skin soft as fuck bitch beautiful face he got peace he got a peace it's just everything he got good bundle you know what i'm saying everything is just hitting on all cylinders bitch so then i had to make that decision i said you know what um i i forgot what i said what did i say i said i have to i forgot what it was i said i said i have to be somewhere have to go somewhere of emergency or some shit like that and so he was like he was really kind of like like are you serious like I have to leave. I was like, yeah, you got to go. You got to go like right now. And so, so he was kind of like, not, he was, he didn't seem pissed right then, but he was like, this is crazy. And so then he left or whatever. And I waited for him to fully, fully leave. I waited like, you know, in the, the fucking dark crevices of the hotel lobby to see if he really, like, I needed him to get out of my view. And then, so I ran and grabbed my food and brought it back up and I ate. Because, and then he was like, he texted me, like, he was like, I can't believe you did that. That's really fucked up. And girl, I didn't really give a fuck because I had my food. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, any, you can get dick anywhere. It's not that hard to get a little piece here and there. It's not. But what is hard, this spaghetti bitch is <laughs> so bomb. It's so bomb, bitch. And they did raise the prices for the spaghetti, which is really fucking, like, real fucking trifling but i wanted my food blazing hot r&b and hip-hop you know what i'm saying and it's like i forget about this story because <laughs> like i really fucking just told that man you gotta go like we were in the middle of about to perform the seven wonders like no clothes on just everything on and popping about to be a slip and slide bitch and it was just i was like oh Food's downstairs. You got to go. But you know what? It's crazy, though, because, like, they shouldn't have been that quick with the food. But, bitch, when I started eating that food, that food was cracking. Ooh, that food was cracking. Ooh, it was so good. Shout out to Lizzie, bitch. Ooh, that's my favorite. But not shout out to them because they raised their prices to that spaghetti. is now, like, 30-something dollars, which is fucking ridiculous. $30, Greg? It should be, like, fucking... I think it started off at $17. Girl, I'm not getting into it. I'm actually not going to get into that because I don't really want to talk about it. I really don't want to talk about inflation. And it's not even really inflation. It's just the girls adding prices, you know, increasing prices for just to increase their profits and under, under the guise of inflation. But you know what? I don't really want to talk about it. So moving right along. 
Now, bitch, I was going to make this whole fucking episode about what I got beef with today, but I'm really trying not to make like politically political shit, you know, excuse me. I just don't really want to talk about it anymore. It's just really depressing. And it's just like every time I turn on the news or open up Twitter, it's always some bullshit, child. You know, DeSantis is a motherfucking maniac. Just, I don't really want to talk about it. But there's this man, and I, I did do a podcast about this man a few, when was it? A few, girl, over the summer, I think, about his documentary. I, and I use that in quotes, girl. I use that very loosely. Um, About his, whatever you want to call it, documentary, um, To Be a Woman, or whatever the fuck it was. And... Matt Walsh is literally so obsessed with trans people. It is very frightening. And not frightening in the sense where it's like, oh, I think this man is going to, like, shoot people up or nothing like that. No, not that frightening. Just frightening because it's like, I know this type of man. Like, I didn't really peep it earlier on last summer who this man was. But now, because he's so, like, everything he tweets, everything he talks about, his whole, everything is all about trans people. And it's just, I know these men. I know, like, I literally know them. Literally, I I mean, I'm not trying to put nobody on blast, bitch. But, I mean, if anybody want to get funky, bitch, they know I'll put their ass on blast and put their ass on front street. So, that's why they don't really fucking cross me, bitch. They don't really fucking cross me because I will fucking... Lay your shit out on French Street. So, say some slick shit about me, bitch. Say some slick shit about me, bitch. I got the screenshots. And if there's anything, every time I get me a new motherfucking iPhone, bitch, I upgrade to the more gigabytes, to the more gigabytes, to the more gigabytes, to the more gigabytes, because I don't delete shit. And I got a backup file, bitch. So, try me if you want to, ho. But, it's just like these men, I know this man. These men are so... I remember I told you guys a few weeks ago, there are, most men are just obsessed, like not obsessed, but most men are just curious about penis. That's just point blank in the period. It's not a gay thing or nothing. They just like penis. They just, not saying they want to gobble penis. I didn't say all that. But some, most, every man I think is just curious and just really enamored with penis more than gay men because gay men are more like girl penis is everywhere bitch we see penis every day like it's just not even it's just so it's like we're so unfazed by it you know what i'm saying what i'm saying so it's like straight men don't get not the privilege but like they don't get to be around penis the way we be around penis so they are so like like enamored by it they just want to they're just into it. Like, I don't know how to describe it. They're just, it's just, a. I feel like it's a natural thing. I think they just really want to just be knowing about penis. They want to know about people's sizes. It's just a whole, like, it's a whole thing. But anyway, it's girl boo. So there's already that. But I just feel like anybody who is so obsessed 
with gay and trans people. Y'all niggas is gay. Y'all are just gay, bitch. And that's okay. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. But y'all gay. And the jig is up. The jig is up. And it's crazy because I feel like it's... To gay people, because we've experienced these men before, we know how they are, we've seen how they are behind closed doors, and then we go online and see who they are online... Because we know these things first fucking hand, I don't want to say it's alarming to us. I mean, it's not alarming, but like, I don't want to say it's a shock. Like, oh, I can't believe he likes penis. No, we're used to it. It's just funny that y'all don't see it. Y'all don't know these things. And it's like, how are y'all not putting two and two together? Why are y'all not putting two and two together? Like, like I could see, like, being homophobic already is just wackadoodle, you know? But if a man out of fucking nowhere, unprovoked, unat, like nobody asked this man about nothing. And mind you, I think Matt Walsh, it was about somebody was saying some shit, bitch. I forgot what it was. And he said, Oh, well, that's lovely. You're talking about that, but let's talk about trans this. And y'all are over here for I'm like, oh my God. This has nothing to do with trans people at all. And the fact that nobody finds that alarming, like, if you are just going throughout your day and just out of nowhere, a person is just like spewing transphobia or homophobia for literally unprovoked for no reason, that doesn't alarm you. That doesn't make you think, hmm, why why are gay people on your mind? Why are gay people... And trans people occupying space in your mind. Why can't you go throughout your day? Why can't you go get, you know, go to Whole Foods and do your grocery shopping without just being just snatched up in your in your spirit? And, and you just like, ooh, ooh, oh, the gays, the trans, like, what? That doesn't, nothing, y'all don't see that and be like, ooh, that's kind of alarming that's kind of gay bitch every straight man i know who's very comfortable in their sexuality who they don't give a fuck about i i swear to god as god is my motherfucking witness they don't give a fuck about none of that shit they are not like oh i'm not gonna try to be around no gay people they don't do none of that shit i promise you that but you want to know the people who who say the weirdest, the 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 homophobic remarks here and there. Sure enough, it may not be one year, two years, three years. Sometimes it be on that fourth year. All of a sudden, all some they be like trying to munch, and I be like, I knew it, I knew it, I knew your ass was a faggot, bitch. I knew it. I knew it. And me being a whole thirty six year old gay man, I've experienced that my whole life. So that's, it doesn't even really like, it's just, it's bound to happen. Anytime I see a man who's just unprovoked saying some homophobic shit, I'm like, all right, girl, he about to be in the DMs in like either six to 18 months. We'll see. And sure enough, boom, they be in there. Boom. Trying to munch. Boom. In Savannah's DMs. Boom. Drunk. Texting. Talking about just doing weird shit. 
So it don't even really, it doesn't phase me. It's just, it's to me, it's wild that non-gay people cannot see that. And they be like, yeah, he right, he right, or what? But it's like, your man is gay. Honestly, in 2023, I think that's really where we're going to stand this year. It's just really about letting y'all know your man is gay. And I was really kind of, you know, not for this for a while. I was like, you know what? Just let it go. They'll figure it out. But it's like, bitch, your man is gay. Your man is gay. And it's like, your man is not like, not saying that there's different levels of gay, but it's like, your man is really gay. Like, he is really getting pounded out gay. In the Bucci, bitch. And, yeah, so it's just crazy because Matt Walsh is that. And it's like, and it's it's weird because then it's like you be wanting to feel bad for these people because they're stuck in this hell hole of like not feeling like they can be themselves. So thus they project all their hatred, the, the hatred that they have for themselves. They end up projecting it on, on other people, on the thing that they actually are. And it is the wildest fucking thing. And I'm not saying that Matt Walsh is trans. no, I'm saying that man wants some penis. He he is very obsessed with penis. He really wants... Bitch, can you imagine being Matt Walsh's wife? Honestly, it's really... I'm not trying to be shady, but it's like, if I was Matt Walsh's wife, she need to be trans. Because I know... I can't imagine being married to a man and he he don't even give me no attention. He don't give me no attention. He giving all the trans girls attention. Meanwhile, you got a whole bitch at home. And you don't even really be, you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine be like, oh, that's my man. And it's like, y'all man just stuck in a corner in the house, just on his phone, typing away, getting fucking carpal tunnel syndrome. Talking about trans people. You know, like, just, it's fucking insane. But you know what? Straight women and straights, y'all be careful out there. Be careful out there. Y'all, I be really feeling bad for y'all sometimes. I was somewhere, and I don't want to say what or what, but there's this man who be saying some homophobic shit all the time, and I just be paying it, paying it. But see, I'm I'm, I'm also someone who 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 will actually get you together. Like, they, you know, like, if we're in, like, a, a little group setting, if you're saying some homo, I'm going to get you together right then and there. I'm going to make you feel really fucking small. I'm really the... See, I'm really the girly to do it. And it's funny because once they realize that, they don't ever try it with me ever again. Because I'm, I'm going to be the one who's going to embarrass you, bitch. I'm going to lay your shit out flat. So, it's actually one of my favorite pastimes. It's actually something I really enjoy doing. Sometimes I'm like, damn, it's been so many, it's been like eight months since I really read somebody in a public setting. And those are the best times is reading somebody in a public setting in front of their friends. It's the best. Anyway, so I did that not too long ago. And because, girl, he was over here, girl, just, he's gay. I'm just going to put it that way. He's just gay. (laughs) I don't even really want to say anything else. He's just gay. He's just gay. 
and he was trying to rub his dick on mine. We were not like that though. We were fully clothed. It's just it's a long longer story than really what it is. Um but he was like holding me really like he was hugging me really tight and it was just really fucking weird. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And he's just really wants some dick. Like he just really is in love with penis. And he says some homophobic shit and I brought that up. And bitch, he was shook. He didn't say shit for the rest of the goddamn night. Try me if you want to, bitch. You better go play with these other little faggots. I'm really not the one. Because not only is his mouth slick, bitch, but I will definitely beat your ass, too. But um, but the, here's the thing. So I say all that about Matt Walsh. But now this is the part where the girls are really going to eat me up. This is really where the gay girls and the LGBTs girls is really going to eat me up. And I really feel like I shouldn't say this. But I'm going to say it anyways. Because it must be said. Um, so. Okay. Now. Can we talk? So here's the thing. And I know the girls are going to eat me up for this. I. <laughs> so. Y'all know I did watch that Mount Walsh documentary, whatever, which is horrendous. It's just fucking trash. But there are some things that I kind of agree with. Okay, listen, I already know the girls are going to be like, oh, internalized homophobia. Oh, you hate yourself. You know what? No. But I, okay. The this okay hmm actually bitch I'm gonna say what it how it is bitch I do generally agree that um things are getting a little out of control I think with I don't want to say being like on te- like trans people being on television or anything like that or I don't re- none of that I don't care. Um, I do believe we need um, representation, all that stuff. Great. My thing is more so this is, I think it's more so social media and um, I do believe this to be true. I do believe that if children are exposed to something consistently, that it could persuade their way of thinking, just like for anybody. You know what I'm saying? And and I can only say this based off of my own experience. Like, I've told you guys in that episode of what it is to be a woman. I think that's what it's called. What it is to be woman. Whatever, bitch. Whatever that episode we did on the po- Solomon Ray podcast over the summer. Well, you know, like I told you guys, like, when I was a kid, like, I used to love, like, girl stuff like I used to love girl toys I mean I still have boy toys but I used to love girl toys and I used to love I used to always want to paint my nails I used to wish I had longer hair I wish I had could you know I was like oh pink lipstick is such a pretty color um I would always be in my mom's fucking closet putting on her her heels bitch my mom had two pairs of heels that I just loved she had a patent leather black Charles Jordan black patent leather shoe 
hill. The hill was about four and a half inches high, okay, which is very high, especially, I think, back then. Now, like, hills are, like, crazy high, especially with platforms and stuff. But anyway, so boom. So there was, like, this one. It would have, like, a strap around the toe area and then one strap around the ankle. And I just felt so cunt in it. So I would always put on her shoes. She had that and then, like, a silver Stuart Weitzman shoe. Loved playing in those. I mean, I never wore, like, dresses or anything like that. But just something about, like, putting on the heels made me feel cunt. Right? So, it's just, I was just enamored by all things feminine. Like, I just really fucking loved it. Um, Yeah. I mean, bitch, I wanted me a Polly Pocket, bitch. You know, and I would, like, not force my dad, but I would very much basically force my dad. Back then, you know when they would have, like, McDonald's toys? They'd be like, oh, we have uh, Barbie, and then we have Hot Wheels. I would be, I'd be like, uh-uh, don't be, don't be, don't be getting me no happy, happy meal with no fucking Hot Wheels. You better go run me that Barbie bitch and run it now. And so I would make my dad be like, they'd be like, oh, is the, is, cause they would ask you in the drive-thru, is the toy for a boy or a girl? I'd be like, girl, girl, girl. And my dad would be like, it's for a girl. Cause I wanted my fucking Barbie bitch. The fuck am I supposed to do with them fucking ass, fuck ass Hot Wheels? So, it was just, that's just how I was. I mean, I still wore boy clothes, clearly. But anytime I would wear, like, a pinkish color, or not pink, actually, I didn't really like pink, bitch. But, like, something that I just felt was more cunt, I'd be like, this is so cunt. Like, it's so, <clears throat> so cunt, you know? I had no desire of playing sports. You know what I'm saying? I love, like, dance, recite. All right, Billy. Just lay all over it. That's fine. Don't. Just go ahead. It's yours. Um, But I just loved anything girl, bitch. So, um, so what I'm saying is that's me at like mm, six, seven, eight, you know. Let's say I had TikTok or social media or whatever. And, you know, your timeline is going to be an algorithm of just basically curated content of things that you like. They're going to keep feeding you the same shit that you like, which right now I'm, I mean, I've always been obsessed, but I just finally been able to tap into this, um, like pimple popping stuff. I love pimple popping things. Oh, it just really feeds my soul. Um, so every time I see a pimple popping video, I just keep liking it. And then I comment to make sure that like, that just keeps showing up on my, my timeline. Anyway, so boom. So let's say, you know, I'm eight years old, nine years old or whatever, and I'm kind of on my tablet or whatever the kids are using at that age. Maybe they're not using social media. I don't know. Fucking idea. Um, But if I'm being, if that's being curated to me consistently, like, oh, and then I'm seeing people saying like, oh, well, I loved wearing um, nail polish. And so now I'm on my first month of... Um, I'm transitioning or whatever at, you know, I don't know what age, bitch, 16, 17, 18, 19, whatever. I'm like, oh, bitch, that's so sickening. And then I would eventually in my young mind would be like, maybe that's me. Maybe. I, I mean, I like to paint my nails, too. Oh, I like to do this, too. Oh, that's what I'm supposed to be. I mean, who knows, bitch? I don't know. That didn't happen for me. I'm just thinking of a, a scenario. 
Um, and then if my parents were, you know, they are, my parents are liberal and they do are very liberal. They're very cool with whatever, um, whatever my mom and dad would be like, they, I mean, maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't. What if they were susceptible to, you know, me coming up to them being like, Hey mom and dad, I'm trans. We're going to transition me, bitch. They'd be like, all right, cool. Or, you know, I don't know. I don't know what that would look like. If that was in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? Versus now, 30 years later. So my thing is, that is just a, a cons- not a concern, but that is something, because I don't really give a fuck. I don't have kids. I do not give a fuck, bitch. Um, so it's not a concern of mine, but I can see how parents are concerned, if that makes sense. I can see how they feel that way not because i mean mostly be just because of i think of it like bitch what if that was me you know like what if you know all those signs quote unquote of oh you would be that's the early signs of somebody being trans i would be like oh yeah i yeah i love i want to be a girl do you know what I'm saying? That would have basically happened. And then all of a sudden I would have been 36-year-old Solomon, or excuse me, 36-year-old Savannah, and I would have been like, bitch, what the fuck did I do? You know what I'm saying? Because I do believe the girls be trapped in their bodies and they do not feel, I get that, but that wasn't the case for me. But I'm just saying, like, if I'm being subjected to this curated content online consistently over and over and over and over and over again, basically kind of letting me know, like, yeah, this is not just you being creative. This is not you. Hold on, let me open up the door for Ryan before she. Come on, girl. Come on. Come on, girl. Get get in this goddamn room or get out. Come on. Come on. Girl, get in this goddamn room. Um, bitch, I be really talking like y'all, y'all, I'm on speakerphone. Um, <laughs> where was I? Let me put these earphones on. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel I could see, I can genuinely see, which is kind of very scary for me to think. I could genuinely see if I. If Solomon growing up was the same Solomon with the same, you know, likes and dislikes, I could see that being way more amplified if I was a child right now. And I could genuinely, and this is like the thing that kind of like scares me a little bit. I could see myself being like, bitch, yeah, I want to transition. And the reason why I say it's scary is because that's literally not me. Like, I really, that's not, that's not it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, then what? I chop my dick off. And then it's like, oh, girl, I'm just stuck here. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, like, even when I was in, like, remember how I told you guys how I was obsessed with Pam Anderson? Girl, like, I I was like, ooh, I cannot, I wonder what it would be like to have big ass tits, bitch. Like, because, <laughs> you know, on Baywatch, she would just be um, running around on Baywatch and the titties would be bouncing. So I would just be like, damn, I wonder what that would be like to just be like big tits, just being buxom, bitch. You know what I'm saying? And then it would just, I don't know. 
maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe there's a fallacy in what I'm saying, you know, and I'm open to be corrected and be informed. But, you know, I could see that being a possibility. I could generally see that being a possibility. And remember when I told you guys on that episode how, like, I was, um, when I was the second time I brought Savannah back around, I was like, oh, yeah. And then one night I was like, bitch, I'm about to transition. And I told my friend, I was like, bitch, I'm going to transition into be a girl. And then I woke up the next day. Granted, I was drunk. I was like, bitch, hell no. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, and I'm not trying to really water down, um, like, what trans people go to. I'm really not, you know, and I I'm not saying like, oh, y'all, girl, what are y'all doing? And I'm not trying to say like what they don't go through it or what they're going through is frivolous. No, but I'm just saying I am not. And if I were a child growing up with the way things are presented to us in the media now, which is fabulous, I love that. But also with the way things are with social media and the way with acceptance and then just information is right now, I could see myself kind of falling into that crack of being like, bitch, I'm trans, bitch. I'm going I'm to turn turn the party out. And then top that into being like, oh, now not only am I a cute little boy, but I'm a more over Canova, beautiful, buxom woman. Oh, and I'm getting auto trade. Oh, please, please. You know what I'm saying? If Solomon is already getting like, you know, if Solomon's getting sevens and eights, you know what I'm saying? I'm not really trying to give it off like that, but like if Solomon's getting sevens and eights and an occasional nine and 10, you know, it's already lit over here for Solomon. But if Savannah is getting strictly tens, you know what I'm saying? If all the man who, who Savannah is getting is all tens, it's going to be like, who are you going to really take? You're going to take, it's, it, you want to be Solomon and, and get sevens and eights, you know? Or you want to be Savannah and get all the tens? It's like, bitch, give me a titty, bitch. Give me a titty, you know? But, you know, I just, I hate Matt Walsh. I really fucking do. I really hate that man. But at the same time, I think I'm not, I think I'm starting to, I've been understanding where some of these, um, some of these parents, where they're coming from. And it's just really scary because it's like, I, as me being the person I am, if I had a child and I was presented with this, I really would not know how I would react or, you know, how I would go about this. You know, of course, I would be like, no, like I would for I would try my best to just be like, bitch, you got to wait to make these decisions until you're an 18 and you're an adult and I'm not responsible, bitch, because I don't want you, you know, because you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just I'm just trying to keep it 100 percent. You know, when you're like a teenager, bitch, you don't be thinking straight. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's really no shade. Like, when you're a teenager, you really do not be thinking straight. Like, you just be just in your feels. You know, you feel 
you have body dysmorphia, you feel peer pressure, you're trying to be popular in school, then you're trying to get into college, and you're trying to, like, do well in on your exams, and then you just feel fat, you feel ugly, you got fucking braces, you might got some acne. It's just, there's a lot of things, and plus, you're literally, your hormones are jumping like a motherfucking disco, so everything is just a mess you happy one day you sad the next everything is just so like and also everything's very heightened when you're um at that age like everything's heightened like these like you know you think your friends are like oh these are my friends for the rest of my life like we're like you know sisters and, and it's like you know fast forward to 10 years later and then we're talking about them you know what i'm saying so it's like everything is so heightened and so temporary and so I mean, not to say bipolar, but like bipolar, but not really bipolar, like bipolar, but like it's just so wishy-washy. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just, if I was like a, a father, I'd be like, girl, I'm going to support you, bitch, but let's wait for these hormones to balance out, bitch, because you might be going through it right now and it might just be a temporary thing or just something i don't know child you just mm -mm. we gonna wait this out because and they be like oh and i've heard people like compare this to like oh well what's the difference between um being gay like coming out of the closet girl a big difference okay let's really not compare it to being and coming out of the closet when you are um a teenager versus transitioning as a teenager bitch the main difference is you're not transitioning <laughs> you're still going to be a nigga you know what i'm saying or a bitch <laughs> you know like you're not changing who you are like those are very permanent changes you know and i as a father i would just want to make sure like this is really what you want who you are because bitch once we once we hit that button bitch once we hit that button it's it's really no turning back i mean the girls say you could turn back but it might not be it's it might not reconstructive surgery is never great you never want to have reconstructive surgery once it, the word reconstruct it's that's already bad enough we've already lost <laughs> when the girls would be like oh i'm having a reconstructive oh you already lost mm-mm the girls be getting their first nose jobs, hate it. And they be like, oh, I'm going to go back for my second reconstructive. Oop, you already did it wrong. Mm -mm. It's so hard to reverse things that are irreversible. That are supposed to be irreversible. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if I was a father, I'd be like, girl, we got to wait this out, baby. I mean, I love you down, bitch. I love you down. And like I said in that episode, I said, I, if if I had a son who wanted the transit. Who? Billy. Oh. Um, I would be like, bitch, you could wear whatever you want. You could wear dresses, bitch. You could wear, we could get you a wig, a good old Gilda, bitch. A good old Gilda. And if y'all don't know what a Gilda is, a Gilda is like, you know, the movie Gilda with Rita Hayworth, when she like pushes her hair all the way back and it flows and her tresses just effervescently fly in the camera. That's what I call a Gilda. So we can get you a nice old Gilda, bitch. And I'll get you a good Gilda, like a good old human Gilda, bitch. I will get you an expensive Gilda, all right, bitch. If you, we could, we can make it work, bitch. I would even allow my child. If I mean, I don't know if you can do this for kids or not, but not for nothing. If you wanted to do laser hair removal, bitch, 
that's fine. Because that's like, you know, you can still be a man and be without no body hair, which is fabulous to me, honestly. But um, we could do that. We could. There's a lot of things we could do. The thing I just don't think I would want to do is fuck up the wiring in your head, bitch. I don't want to be pumping you with no synthetics <laughs> and changing the fucking chemical compositions in your mind. Cause I'm that's one thing that really freaks me out. If y'all gotten to know me, anybody who really knows me, that is one of my biggest fears is like mental stuff, like things that are irreversible. Like it's one thing to get a titty and Billy, I'm a throat, I'm gonna pop you in your goddamn throat. What are you doing? Side note, Billy got on my nerves lately. She really got on my nerves. The only one I really fuck with right now is Ryan because she's sweet and she's cuddly and she likes to be around people and nice. Billy be fucking honorary as fuck. And the only time she want to be around people is when she's fucking hungry and wants some fucking treats or some fucking food. This bitch is honorary and I do not like her. But she's also a Capricorn and hard-headed just like me. So I get it. Um, What was I saying? The thing that really scares me a lot is um, like mental things like... I would be scared to do something mentally that's irreversible. You know, that's why I don't be fucking around with drugs. I mean, I know the girls be loving drugs and stuff like that. I'm not doing them things. Like, I don't, I mean, I've tried everything once, but there are certain things I ain't about to do. Because you ain't about to just, I don't, I don't need to do something to take one hit. And all of a sudden, I, I'm changed forever. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to give it off like that for Britney, but something happened to her she is not the same stop um <clears throat> so like i said if i was a parent i'd be like bitch we could do all that shit we could do whatever you want we could i mean i know i know parents are gonna be like bitch this is not okay but i i mean even if you wanted to get like little fillers you know things that are dissolvable like I'm willing to meet my child as far... We could take it as far as we possibly can before we hit the hit the, the trigger, bitch. Pull the trigger. Ryan, I'm gonna punch you in your... Stop. Y'all about to get on my nerves today. Please. Y'all been fed. Y'all eating the good food. I just fed y'all. The wet tuna that y'all like. Everything is here. You got the toys. You got... What do you want? What else do you fucking want? What do you want? Shit. Um. <laughs> now I'm yelling at these damn cats. Talking about, oh, I'll be a really good father. <laughs> no, but I feel like I would take... I would take it if I had a, a, a child. I would take it as far as we possibly could before we pulled the trigger. You know? And then I would still try to put them into therapy, try to like let them flesh these things out, figure out, you know what I'm saying? I just, I would just be too afraid to just be like, yeah, let's just do it. You know, but that's just me. And thank God I'm not a parent and those are not the, my concerns. But just to reiterate, I just feel like while I do not like the girls who are transphobic, I just genuinely feel like I can see where some of them are coming from. And you know what's also wild is I just, I was thinking before, I was like, some of these girls are just overreacting. Like, they were like, oh, they're, you know, you're, they're just taking things that they're seeing in the news and being like, 
oh yeah, this is what's really happening. And it's like, I was like, girl, that shit ain't really happening. Bitches ain't really doing all that shit. And I started to, I was like, wait a minute, bitches are really doing this shit. <laughs> like, bitches are really doing this shit. Like, like, okay. I know a few, and sometimes I really do got to eat crow because I be saying some shit and I be like, girl, this is not even real. And it turns out to be real. But I was like, I do not think that there's anything wrong with drag queens reading stories to kids. I really generally don't. I don't see anything wrong with it. I feel like if you do think there's something wrong with it, that's really weird on you. But, um, but my thing is, and I think I've said this on the podcast, I don't care about drag queen queens reading stories to kids. I'm more concerned with why are they doing it? <laughs> that to me is, that's more of a concerning issue to me. I just, I'm like, what is going on? When did this become, when did that become like a sector in drag? I, the, the drag queens I know do not wake up until like 4 p.m. in the evening. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just thought drag was like a nighttime thing. Why are drag queens waking up this early? Why are they doing daytime drag? Daytime drag is something I was all like, it was just always a key key amongst all my drag friends that were like, bitch, I'm not doing no daytime drag. You want me out in the sunlight? You want me out in 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 daylight? No, 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 no. That's a different type of makeup. Mm-mm. I remember one time we had to do, I had like a drag mother. This is when Savannah first came on the scene and she was actually like a for real, like, not I don't want to say working drag queen, but she had two nights. Wednesdays and Sundays. And this is like back in 2007, 2008. And Savannah's drag mother would be like, we had to do some fucking... Oh, I was so pissed. Hold on, bitch. Now I'm thinking about this. I was really pissed. She wanted me to do... My drag mother wanted me to do this... Um, what do you call it? It was like a, a fundraiser or whatever. And it was like... My drag mom was so into like philanthropy and like all this other shit and it was like savannah all i really wanted to do was just drink for free go to the clubs you know stunt on a bitch be pretty and get my tips and go home you know i was not a philanthropic bitch so she was like we're gonna do this thing meet me at i think it was called martinis above bitch i don't know someplace in san diego bitch so she was like, I want you to do the um, umbrella number because that was like my most requested number. They were like, ooh, we love when Savannah does umbrella. So I did umbrella, the Ariana song. So I did umbrella and I'm getting tipped down, bitch. Like it's so much money. And when I would perform, I would not pick up the money because I just, I don't want to say it was beneath me, not that, but like I just thought like you're interrupt, not you're interrupting the performance, but like, to walk up to someone and take the tip is interrupting my performance. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to get into the spectacle. You're, you know, I'm supposed to be, this is, you know, the, 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 perform, you're not paying or you're not tipping someone to watch them be tipped. You're paying, like you're watching someone perform. They're supposed to be like perform, you know? So anyway, so I'm performing, whatever. And I saw the other bitches before me and not, I, I mean, this is like, I'm not trying to give it off like this, but it's just, nobody was, making the same money that Savannah was making. I was really known and hated to be the girl who would pop in and turn the party out. I would always do numbers that, like, nobody was doing. Like, for instance, the girls at that time would be doing ballads. And I don't get me wrong. <sighs> Y'all are about to get on my nerves, honestly. Um, 
don't get me wrong. Like now I understand the power of, of a really good ballad, but like everybody was doing like ballads and like pageantry type song, like just stuff like that. But I was the bitch who was doing like Jennifer Lopez numbers, dance numbers. I was doing actually little Kim numbers, you know, like rapping numbers, like shit that, I mean, now it's not like, you know, groundbreaking. Um, but, I mean, it was just not the norm then. And I remember my drag mom be like, you shouldn't be doing those numbers. You need to be doing, like, you know, gospel, not gospel numbers, but, like, she would want me to do, like, a gospel number or, like, emotional-type numbers. And I was like, girl, I'm not doing all that. I'm going to do The Jump Off by Little Cam, bitch. And, but, but I would be able to turn the party out. So, anyway, so, boom. So... All the girls is getting all their tips. I mean, but I would always be the one who would always make the most. And the girls hated me down. So anyway, so I had to do this thing for raising money for bitch. I don't know, AIDS, some homeless shit or some shelter. Bitch, I don't know, child. But it was like raising money for some shit. And it was a bunch of like, you know, people in tuxedos and suits and stuff like that. So here I am at Fishnets looking like a hoe. But anyway, so I'm making audit. Like, I'm literally performing Umbrella. And I'm looking at, it's just a sea of money, bitch. And this is really, really, really when I was broke, bitch. So I was really surviving off of them monies because I was able to go to Carl's Jr. Give me a little, little chicken sandwich, which was back then was a dollar. Which is really, honestly, my next beef in life is why, why aren't things a dollar no more? I went to fucking Jack in the Box the other day and it was $6 for a Jumbo Jack. And I remember back in the day, they used to be a dollar. And I was about to eat. I ate that Jumbo Jack thinking like, ooh, bitch, it's about to be lit. It's about to be. It wasn't. It was not $6 of nothing. But anyways, uh, Billy, I'm going to throw this thing at you if you stop. So anyways, so I wouldn't be needing my tips because I would go get my little dollar menu um, chicken sandwich with extra jalapeno sauce or Santa Fe sauce, excuse me, from Carl's Jr. So, boom. So, I perform it. It's almost the end of the number. And somebody comes in and starts sweeping up all my tips. And I was like, okay, yeah, because that's what they normally do sometimes. And I would give them a couple tips, um, a couple dollars for sweeping up my tips and give them to me in like a little bag or a little trash can or a waistband or whatever. And so, all of a sudden... Um, I'm like at the end and Michelle was like, oh my God, you did such a good job. Everybody loved you. We want you to do another performance. I was like, oh hell yeah, I'll do another one, bitch. Did you see how much money I was making right there? Like, oh, that's a lot of money, bitch. I'm gonna be eating good, bitch. I'm not, I'm gonna get something on the, I'm gonna get a combo, bitch. And I'm gonna upgrade that, bitch. Like, it's not even just gonna give dollar menu, bitch. I'm about to be eating good in the neighborhood. And she said, oh, no, no, no. Those are not your tips. I said, okay, well, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? She said, those are, those are not your tips. Those are, we're donating your tips to the family, whatever the fuck they were ra- raising at the time. But I didn't even know, didn't even care. She, I was like, um, well, maybe, I, I mean, I get some of the tips, right? She said, no, you, you, you donate all the tips. It's for charity. Honey, when I grabbed my keys in a dressing room, walked down the stairs with my wig off, mind you. 
Because I was known to be the bitch who was like, the minute I get off stage, I'm ripping that wig off. I was literally the girl who I would always have my wig off. Like, you would never. And my grandmother used to hate it. She said, you're not supposed to be walking around, you know, un- unkept. You're supposed to be, like, fully, like, done up. I said, no, bitch, this shit is hurting. It is itchy and it's hot, bitch. I'm taking this wig off. So here I am with my wig in my hand, with my keys, empty-handed, with no fucking coins, bitch, going back to my fucking car. And she was like, Savannah, you're supposed to do your second number. I said, fuck that number. Fuck these funky white people and fuck this fucking foundation. I don't give a fuck. Bitch, I was so pissed. And then then afterwards, and my drag mother took me out for drinks right afterwards with like another boy. And she was like, well, I'm sorry. Just to make it up for you. I give, I'll give i give you all my money. And da, 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 woo, woo, woo. And it was just like, girl, no. But I don't even know how I got up on this story. Now that I'm thinking about it. How did I even get on this story? But I'll never forget that because, bitch, she really did was like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to, like, you know, give your tips. And I said, I'm sorry, what? Oh, no, I'm out. And they were really like, Savannah's going to do another number? No. They said Savannah left. (laughs) Savannah left. She's actually in her car right now. She's actually in her Chevy Beretta. Oh, my God, I used to drive this Chevy Beretta that was so fucking loud. <laughs> I mean, it was so loud. Like, it was just, like, so, like, you could not, and I would be so embarrassed because I could not turn on that car without it being so loud. I'd be like, damn, why is this shit so loud? <laughs> oh, my God, I'll never, I feel like that was just yesterday. It's crazy how time flies. That was, like, in 2008, or 2007, and it's, like, I don't even know how many years that's been, but it's, I just, I literally feel like it was yesterday. Cause when I tell you like the desperation, like I was like, Oh, cause she was like, Oh, that was a daytime drag. She was like, you need to come do this thing. And I was like, I do not want to do it, Michelle. This is not something, this girl, you asking me to do a lot. This is crazy. But at the same time, I needed money. And so I was like, bitch, I'll do it. She's like, you're going to be... She was like, it's all these rich white folks. You're going to, you know, get all this money. I said, girl, daytime. Nobody going to give me no money during daytime. I thought I knew everything back then. I was like, girl, boo. Bitch, you should have seen me when I was performing Umbrella. And I was looking at that ground. And the ground was getting greener and greener and greener. And it was just all the fucking money. I was like, ooh, I was so excited. When I was, and then all of a sudden, clearly, I had the best performance of that the day so far. I went backstage and I was so excited. I was like, oh, Michelle, did you see everybody? Did you see all that money? She said, I was like, where the money? Where the money? Where the money? I'm looking around. Where, where the money? Yeah, Michelle, I heard it. Yeah, that was good. Where's the money? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll do another one. Where's the money, Michelle? Where's the money? Yeah, uh-huh. This is actually, I don't mind getting up in drag early in the morning. This don't really bother me that much. Michelle, where's the money? The mo- the money, Michelle, where's the money? Oh, oh, you're not going to get it. Bitch, when she said that and explained it to me, I said, oh, no, I'm out. Give me my keys. Ooh, I was, when I tell you I was so pissed, I think my friend Robbie was with me. I was with another who was part of the drag family, too. I think I was, and I, I don't know what happened, but they were like, Savannah is pissed. Savannah is, oh, it was, it was another family, another drag family that was there. And they knew like whenever, when Savannah was pissed, which was really, honestly, I was a drama queen. Like every performance, there was always something wrong. Like I would always storm off. (laughs) 
Honestly, that's really my legacy. I would just storm off. I'd be so pissed. And they're like, no, Savannah is really pissed. She didn't know, like, Michelle did not tell her she was giving up all her, her tips. Because it was like, bitch, I'm not a morning person. I don't want... And then it's like morning, but then also to get up in gig and do a gig? Oh, no. And then to see all that money while you're already broke and struggling, you want me to donate my money to bitches with AIDS or people who are homeless? Bitch, I am homeless. The fuck? You know, like, donate it to me. Anyways. So my point is, I didn't really think that the, the drag queens was getting up in gig at early in the morning. I really did not because I just didn't know that that was, like, a thing. I didn't know that it was such a... I didn't know... If, I don't know. So I was so confused when people were like, drag queens are doing story time. And I'm like, no, the fuck they are not. Like, I'm sure, like, maybe... You've seen it a couple times, but it's not, like, a thing. Like, it's not like it's something that just be happening all the time. I'm sure that was, like, a one-off thing. Like, drag queens are not reading stories to get... Like, drag queens don't even like kids. Bitch, I'm corrected. Because apparently it is really a thing, and it be happening all over. So, I know y'all hear this ruckus in the background. That's Billy playing with this damn thing. And I'd rather her play with that than just be bothering me. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all I really wanted to say. Also, shout out to Monique. Um, she has a Netflix special and she said some really kind things about, um, the trans community. So shout out to her. I haven't fully finished the whole, um, special, but she said some really kind things, um, in support of the trans community. And honestly, it's... Monique Appreciation Day today, tomorrow, yesterday. It's always been Monique Appreciation Day. I know I said that. I don't think I said it on the podcast, but I said it on like a TikTok thing, maybe like a year or two ago. And everyone was like, you know what? Yeah, I was like, bitch, I've been writing for Monique since forever. And before, even when it was like cool, because there was a moment where it was kind of cool to kind of like shit on her and, you know, eat her up. And I was like, y'all are eating up the wrong person. You know, I love Monique. I think she's fabulous. I think she's funny. I think she's a great actress. I think she's a great comedian. I love basically everything she's done. Um, she is a little funny sometimes when she be the way she be talking. It's a little OD sometimes, but at the same time, I still really fucks with Monique. And the point was, yes, she deserves her fucking Netflix special. So I'm really happy that um she has her Netflix special finally. And it's just really rewarding to see that and to hear her saying um, things that are not transphobic in her comedy special, special. So shout out to her and moving right along. All right. So if you want to write into the show, send in your questions to ask at the Solomon Ray podcast.com. Now we're on to listener letters. Before we get into our listener letter this week, I believe this is a update. Um, girl, I need to start reading these things and improve. You know what I'm saying? Just organizing it. Girl, I'm really a mess. Am I able to say this? Okay. Spiraling Virgo. Okay. So. This, I believe, is an update. The Virgo, that's still spiraling. <laughs> okay, first, let me give you an update. Okay, it is, duh. If you can recall, I was torn between shrimp dick and big dick, and I settled for the quote-unquote good dude with the mid dick. 
Okay, so fast forward a few months, everything was good. But then I go through his phone. You're right, girl. If you go looking for something, you sure enough, you're going to find it. Tell me why I hurt my own damn feelings. He's asleep and I'm checking all of his shit. Hidden gallery, girl. Not the hidden gallery. Keywords on the search bar. Oh, bitch, you was really checking. Ooh, keywords on the search bar and messages. <clears throat> IG DMs, Snapchat. This motherfucker was doing it all. It took every ounce of strength in me to not clobber his ass mid-sleep. If you're going to cheat, at least just keep it cute. Get you a little crumb of pussy or whatever, right? Nope. This bitch was doing the most. I love when girls call men bitch. It's literally one of my... It's it's one of the things that just really lights my day. She said, this bitch was doing the most. What's even more embarrassing is half the chicks he was trying to holler at didn't even want him. Secondhand embarrassment, Solomon. <laughs> it's really... Honestly, it's really fucked up when you find out that your man is really not... <laughs> Okay, anyways, we live together, and I'm trying to get my lick back, <laughs> of course. I want to get him good. All his friends are ugly as fuck, so I can't mess with them. His dad is dead, so I can't... <laughs> his dad is dead, so I can't fuck him. Of course I'm hurt and I feel real stupid, but I think it's the audacity to have trash dick and cheat on me with bitches that don't even want you. Sigh. I was willing to settle for this man thinking he was solid, but all I wanted to do is get his ass back. Please help Solomon. Sincerely, Spiraling Virgo. Girl, sometimes you really got to get, you got to be very careful about the mid girls. Okay. You got to be careful about the mid girls. Okay. So... This is what I've learned. This is what I've really fucking learned. And I'm saying I've learned this in like the last like 365 days. So pay attention. And I, you know, I could be wrong because you know I'd be giving y'all really fucked up advice. But so what I've learned is and I'm not saying your man is ugly. I'm not. So, but there's like, I really, I was looking at this thing and it was basically showing the data of how people perceive themselves when it comes to like body dysmorphia and blah, 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 blah. And I think I mentioned this on the podcast, but the girls who are like really pretty do not see themselves as pretty. People who are really attractive do not see themselves as attractive. And if anything, they're more, more understanding of what they look like than anybody else. Like if so, if they if if someone's like an eight or a nine, they're probably going to be like, okay, no. If someone's like a eight, nine, or a ten they in their mind be like, oh, if if you ask them, like, what are you? They'll be, be like, I'm like a six. They always go down. But the girls who were in the middle, the girls who were like sixes, they be thinking they dimes, bitch. They be really thinking they dimes. They be really thinking like, oh, I'm like, a, I'm a 10, bitch. And it's like, bitch, you're a six. Five and a half, really. I just wanted to bump even it out. But you're really like a five and a half. And if you were not raggedy and made up, you would be a four. So, like, I don't know how you jumped all the way up to 10. So, like, the girls who were in the mid, the mid area right there, they always think they're higher than what they are. 
case in point, your man trying to holler and the girl's paying him dust. So I'm not saying he's a mid. I don't even know what he looked like. You just said he got mid dick. But here's the thing. What I've learned is I'm not saying I'm not saying pretty people do not cheat. I'm not because they do. But it's always the mid girls. It's really the midi girls that be cheating because in their mind, they be thinking they can pull whatever, you know, and, you know, they still can. You know what I'm saying? They really can. But they be cheating, girl. But I mean, I don't know really what else to tell you, but. I mean, because that's some low down, dirty dog shame, like it's like if I'm going to cheat, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make sure nobody finds out. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I could be really the master of cheating. You know? I really could. Um, But you got to get your leg back, girl. You got to get your leg back. So, girl, just start cheating. Girl, and you know what's crazy? You could... I would just be cheating with men who are mad fine. And then, then, honestly, because I'm petty like this, I would... But see, I also don't really care about cheating. But I I would I would be bagging some guys that are just over the canova. And then just kind of leave the phone out so he knows so he finds out that you are bagging men that are fine. And it would make him shook, bitch. I'm talking about men that with the coin niches, men that are fine, tall, big dick man. Like I would just be he would that's gonna make him shook, bitch. Because it's like, I know you're probably feeling some type of way because you're like, damn, my man is cheating on me or not, or trying to cheat on me. You know what I'm saying? And it's not working. You know what I'm saying? So eventually he's going to be fucking around with like ugly bitches. So it's like, I know you're going to, I know that hurts and I know that it doesn't feel good, but it's going to really get him back when he find out like, bitch, not only did my wife, but not me telling y'all to cheat. Wow. I'm really trash. Wow, somebody really wrote in asking for help. And I said, honestly, (laughs) but I'm just saying this is what I would do. I wouldn't say do this. Okay, disclaimer, I'm not saying do this. I'm saying this is what I uh, would do as Solomon. I would be cheating on somebody five billion times finer more richer, more everything than this person, than the man I'm with. And I would make him, I would make sure he find out too. So it could be like, bitch, you can, oh, you think you can go cheat? Oh, bitch, I know. I I can't, I actually did cheat. You think you, you tried to cheat with bitches who are above you and it didn't work out. It didn't work out. But guess what I did? I actually cheated on bitches that are above you and actually snagged them up and actually did cheat. So now I need you to know that I'm actually above you and the bitches I'm fucking is above you, above you too. So you are at the bottom of the totem pole like fucking plankton, bitch. You are a fucking bottom feeder. You're fucking scum of the universe. And I need you to know this and behave. And don't you ever do this shit again. And dinner is on you, bitch. Yeah, I would just give it off like that. So... Please give us um, an update spiraling Virgo because the updates are always good. It's really no shade. Like, I like the I like when y'all write into the show, but the updates are even better. The updates are actually better than the, the first letter. 
You know, the updates are always better. So please give me an update. And if anybody else has written to the show, please give us an update too, because we love them. And moving right along. Whoa. All right. So this week we have a letter from, hmm, they didn't say anonymous. So it says Janet. Okay. She says, um, hi, Solomon. I love this podcast so much. I am a medical courier or carrier. Bitch, I can't pronounce that. Not me literally starting off this whole podcast this week talking about, I be reading books, I be reading books, I be reading books. Bitch, I can't pronounce. <laughs> Illiteracy. Um, And this is all I listen to. It's like being on the phone with your best friend. It clears and calms my mind. I'm in traffic a lot, and it's really helped with my anxiety and my racing thoughts. I wish there were more episodes a week, and yes, yes, yes to two-hour episodes. Side note. Bitch, I posted that two-hour episode last week, and everybody was like, thank God, we need more longer episodes. And I was like, really? Because I just thought people wanted, like, short, quick episodes. I didn't know y'all wanted to be listening to me that long. Somebody, what's her name? I want to say her name is Brianna. Somebody was like, bitch, I need eight-hour episodes so I can listen to you while I'm at work. I was like, girl. Um, Okay. Now, here's my thing. I recently had a baby in December. Yes, he is a Capricorn. Yes, work. However, I didn't have him. Hold on. However, I didn't have him and had a surrogate. Okay. Me and my husband tried for three years only to find out I wasn't able to carry a baby. My cervix literally cannot hold my baby if I wanted to. Well, my sister said she would be my surrogate. My sister had two, has two boys herself. She was very happy to do it and, in fact, would urge me for an entire year. We finally agreed, and me and my husband figured this was the best way and the best person. Well, towards the end of the pregnancy, my sister started saying things like, quote, you have to actually give birth to your children to experience a connection with them. Oh, my God. That made me so worried, and I also heard that from other people as well. So naturally, when my son was born, I was in my head a lot wondering if we would have a connection or not. I already suffer from doubting myself all the time and anxiety, so this didn't help. My sister also said things like, he's a boy because I already had two boys. The fuck? She just says these things, and I know they're jokes, but they hurt. My Bitch, I'm start crying. <laughs> my son loves to be alone sometimes. Wait, I'm sorry. I don't even got my glasses on. My glasses are literally right here. And I just don't know why I'm not using them. Here we go. My son loves to be alone sometimes. Or just doesn't like to have a lot of tension, it feels. I laugh and think, bitch, I'm really about to start crying. I don't know why. I laugh and think it's because he's a Capricorn. But now I'm scared maybe I don't have the connection with I have a connection with my son. I know you're adopted and you have a great relationship with your parents, but do you have a strong connection with your mom? I hope I'm not asking too much, but I'm just in my head a lot lately about this. Oh my God, I'm really about to start crying. Sorry. Any advice? And should I cut my sister off? (laughs) Janet. First off, Janet, fuck your sister. Honestly, and I mean that as respectful as I possibly can, but honestly, fuck your sister. Honestly, really, honestly, really fuck your sister. People are, I just, I was listening to something last week about from on, I was listening to The Read, which is another podcast. And somebody wrote into their show talking about 
basically their little brother ended up injuring himself during like a basketball tournament or some basketball shit bitch doing something and he needs a place to stay and he needs to stay in cat like not california he needs to stay in the state that he's in because of his medical insurance and it's going to be a long recovery for this in- injury they didn't say what injury it was but it just seems like clearly if it's a long recovery he probably broke his legs some shit bitch i don't know and I was really shocked at, like, the response, but also the person who wrote into the show was, like, basically, like, I don't really want him here. He got to find somewhere else. We need to know how long he going to be there. And then one of the hosts of the show was, like, I would be going to, um, I would be going to the to the doctor's appointments, making sure he's really going to get healed up. And the minute he's healed, he either needs to find another place to go or get a job. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? I mean, I get it. Some people have horrific family members, but I was listening to this letter and I'm like, it does not state anywhere that this, this little boy was terrorizing y'all fucking your man, fucking your sister, or, like, doing some weird shit. Like, she wasn't stealing money from you. He wasn't doing any... Just being a young boy who injured himself and needs a fucking place to stay. And I guess his dad doesn't live in the same um, state or whatever. But I'm like, what is wrong with you guys? No, literally. I'm just... it, It... I don't get it. I really don't get it. Like... If my brother injured himself and needed a, it's, there's, I'm not, we ain't even thinking about it. You're staying with me. Especially if his insurance was tied up and you have to, he has to be in state, which most people, most people need need to. The way this country is, you have to stay in state to get your health care. You're staying with me. If my sister one day was like, bitch, I'm, I'm in surgery or, you know, I, whatever, whatever. I need a place to just stay and someone to take care of me. Guess what I'm doing? I'm taking care of my sister. Like, you bitches are weird. You bitches are really fucking weird. Like, that would never even cross my mind of, well, the minute you um, can get on your feet, literally, the minute you can get on your feet, you better get a job or get out of my house. Like, what? But I guess, like, the thing was, I think it was more so about... um, they're like, oh, it was two girlfriends or somebody, I don't know, somebody in a relationship. And it was like, yeah, an extra person in the house is going to change the dynamics of your relationship. Fuck my relationship. Nothing is more important to me than my family, period. So if me having my brother or my sister stay with me while they're recovering from surgery is going to have a rift in our relationship, then you got to go. You got to go today. You think my brother has to go? You think my sister has to go? No, you gotta go. You don't, you don't, you you don't think I, you're not gonna let me take care of my brother or my sister or my mom, my aunt, anybody, and let them stay in my house while they fucking recover from surgery? You have to go. We're done. We don't even have to talk no more. Goodbye, delete, block. And I'm serious about that. I'm not playing. I'm not trying to be funny. None of them things. Y'all are weird. Now, I can see if you have siblings who just, I don't know, did some wild, crazy shit to you, but that's your family. And y'all, 
don't be going up for your family and to me that's very fucking weird and the fact that your sister is saying some shit like this is really weird really weird i don't i mean i don't know i, I mean even when i was a kid like I mean, granted, me and my sister would get into, like, little... Because she's the closest to me in age than my little brother. We would get into, like, little arguments here and there. I remember one time I called my sister a peasant. <laughs> we were, like, 11 or 12, and I called my sister a peasant. Oh my god, we come I call my sister a peasant and it really hurt her feet. <laughs> Wait. Not me laughing at my sister's pain. <laughs> no, it really fucking hurt her feelings when she went to go tell her mom. And her mom called. <laughs> I can't even talk about this. <laughs> And she was like, I heard you call Danielle a peasant. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> so she was like, you got to apologize or whatever. Anyways, so me and my sister would get into like little arguments and stuff like as kids. But like, that was it. Like, but I just, I think I just grew up under with this understanding that like, now if somebody crosses you or do some wild crazy shit that's a different story but like family is fam family is gonna always fucking be there at least for me which i think also will will get around to this as well in this letter so it's like the fact that your sister is saying this is wild and funky and it's really out of pocket it's really fucking out of pocket it's so out of pocket and it's like that's evil that's really some fucking evil ass shit. Like, and that's the type of shit that like, that's the type of evil shit you say to somebody to get in their head and get them. You know what I'm saying? That's, there's like things that you can do that's like just vindictive and mean and nasty. And it, it it's one thing, but there are certain things you can say to get into somebody's head that could really fuck with them because it's like, well, now, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if right before y'all about to do the surrogacy and she said, oh, she said some shit like, what did she say? Um, you have to actually give birth to your children to experience a connection with them. That would have been immediately like, oh, well, nope, I don't need you no no more. No, no, thank you, girl. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's okay. Cancel it. No, that can't that that appointment we got um Tuesday in the morning. No, it's okay. It's okay. Mm -mm. Let me go call the embryo. I mean, the, the freezer people and tell to keep my eggs in the freezer. It's okay. We don't need them. Not right now. Right now. This bitch is off. You know, because then you you got time to cut that bitch out. But after you've already gone through the process, if somebody says something like that, and this is just how I feel, that will fuck me in the head because it's like, I can't change that. Now you got me think, questioning every move I make. You know, now I'm really wondering. Because there is... <clears throat> You know, I've, I've, I mean, I don't know this bitch because I don't give birth. Um, and thank God. And thank God I don't. Because that shit is horrific. And I just, bitch, girl. But 
Um, I know, like, when oxytocin is released and stuff like that, people have, like, this really strong connection to their children. Also, that's also, it's oxytocin is also released when, I believe it's oxytocin. It's a chemical, but um, it's like an attachment chemical, basically, where people also release it when they have sex. And that's why they get connected to people when they get sex. Anyway, girl, whatever. So I know that to be true. However... Now, I'm no mom. I, I don't know what it's like. I cannot speak from that experience. But I just feel like that's real funky because you can have a strong fucking connection with your child without giving actual birth to them. First off, she making it seem like that's not your child in general. That's still your fucking DNA. That's still your child, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then to say some stupid, goofy shit like, quote, he's a boy because I already had two boys. That's not how biology works, diva. That's not how biology works, ma'am. And see, you better than me, bitch. You better than me because I would have cursed her out so quick and I would have ate her up for her fucking intelligence and made her feel fucking small after saying some shit like that. Actually, I would probably give her a little bit more rope to hang herself and then really eat her up. He's a boy because I already had two boys. That's not how biology works, babe. But... You know, that kind of explains the fact that you flunked out of so Like, I would have ate her up. I would have ate her up. And I'm the type of bitch who will eat you up. I, I will figure out all your little smallest, I mean, all your little insecurities, all the things that really gag you a little bit throughout life. And I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind. So every time she says some wild shit, boom, 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 eat her up, eat her up, eat her up. I would eat her whole, I would eat that whole, uh, you are better than me, bitch. Now, I'm not saying I'll beat her ass, because I wouldn't. Because we family. But I would eat her up. I would get her right together. He's a boy, because I already had two boys. Yeah, D, but that's not how none of that shit works, dum-dum. But thank you for letting me rent out your womb, bitch. You know what? I would, you know what? I would really eat her up, because it's like... Like... And I, again, I am not a woman. I can't give birth, clearly, duh. But if I were, I know some women are like, oh, just the, they, they just love carrying babies. Great. Love that for you. I think I would be like, bitch, if there's an option to have a surrogate, I personally would be like, let's go for that. Because not only does that mean you got the coin dollars, Okay, not just does that mean you also got the coin niches? Because, I mean, I guess because your sister did it. I'm sure if not, if it was really low cost, it was, if anything, free. Which is honestly a great gift. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really trying to eat, not trying to hold your sister off like that. You know, it's funky that she's saying some shit like this. But this is an amazing gift, that the fact that she was able to do that. Um, but, girl, when you got a surrogate, it means you got the coin dollars. You got the coin niches. Okay. That means you can have sushi. While that bitch is over here, you know, picking and choosing what, what she can and cannot eat, having pains and gas and can't drink no wine, can't drop it low, can't wash her ass. You know what I'm saying? Like that, mm-mm. You over here just thriving, bitch. Just on the elliptical, honey. Just giving skinny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're really giving it off. You know what I'm saying? You can go into, you can have, you can sit in a hot tub, bitch. 
You know, you can go in your little bubble bath and just have it just being kind. You can get a massage. Like, there's so many things you could be doing that is so much more sickening than holding a baby in you. And it's really not to shade nobody who's, you know, has babies. But I'm just saying, like, if I were a woman, I would gen- I would literally pick this. And I know most women mostly just pick it because it's like, girl, they don't have um, they can't carry a baby or they have complications or there was complications in their previous birth. I mean, their previous pregnancy. So now they're trying to avoid like there's actual medical legitimate reasons. Mine would be none of those. Mine would literally be just cosmetic and vain. That's it. I do not want to carry that baby in me, period. I don't. I don't want to go through birth. I don't want my 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 vagina ripping from stem to stern, bitch. I don't want shit pouring out of me. I don't want placenta getting stuck in me. Bitch, I don't want none of it. I don't want to be cut up. I don't want no C-section. I don't want my legs to be numb. I don't want none of that stuff. I'm eating my sushi, girl. Let me know when my child arrives. I'll be in the, I'll be in the waiting room. And you better hurry up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, for real. Like, I just feel like that's so kind. Like, I feel like it's really fucking kind, bitch. I feel like... I know. I mean, I know, but I also don't know. But I know, like, where you're coming from. You know what I'm saying? And I know, like, women are not in that mind space that I'm in, clearly, because I'm a guy. But it's like, bitch, girl, if that was an option, bitch, I and the coins were there, please swipe that card, please. Put that on the Amex. Put that on the Amex, please. Because honestly, honestly, bitch, honestly, bitch, honestly, bitch. And I hate to give it off like this. Honestly, wow. I'm kind of trash for this, but I would pay for my child on my Amex so I can get my points. Okay. So let's say the um, surrogacy is $100,000. That's already, because I'm sure I'm not going to get double points on that. And I'm sure I'm not going to get triple or 55 times the points. So I'm sure I'm only going to get one point per dollar for that. Because it's like, you know, unless how the coding is when it comes to the billing. I don't know, but I would try to work way around it just so I get double the points. But even the way, if I couldn't get double the points, I would only do get one point. So let's say the surrogacy is $100,000. Boom. I will put that on my Amex, bitch. And, go, and that's a vacation. While you're over here... Breathing heavy, got gas, can't eat. You know what I'm saying? Hair's falling out. But I'm not. Tr- I'm not laughing. It's not. I'm not trying to give it like. <laughs> While you're over here living in fucking misery, I'm going to be in in the Bahamas, bitch. I'm gonna be in the Maldives. Text me when my child is here, because I'm gonna I'm gonna redeem my Amex points, bitch. Imagine paying for your baby through Amex. I, 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 I bought my baby off of Amex. Girl, can you imagine returning? <laughs> no, because hold on. Now I'm thinking about this in another way. Because see, I would have paid for my child and you would have said some shit like that to me talking about, oh, um, you don't have a connection. Uh, um, You have to actually give birth to your child to experience a connection with them. Okay, cool. Let me, let me call Amex real quick. Let me do a chargeback. Yeah, that, that that money I sent that hoe, charge that shit back. Now you went through a whole fucking pregnancy, gave me my motherfucking baby, and now you're now now the hundred thousand dollars is withdrawn from your account. Play with me if you want to, bitch. Cause see, I'm a nasty bitch like that. I you can get nasty. I'm I'm either my mom says this, and it's so true. I'm either the nicest person you'll ever fucking know or the worst. Play with me if you want to, bitch. 
Because I will have that account overdrawn $100,000 off of some shit that you said that was very slick. Say some slick shit. Anyways, um, enough of hypotheticals and stupid shit. Um, it's really funky that she, she said that, but here's the thing. You're still your son's mom, point blank in the motherfucking period. And you do have a connection. Now, I do know, um, I don't want to say who, but this person I'm close with, she was saying something similar about her son. She was like, oh, my son doesn't really like to be, you know, close to me. And she's like, now he's just now starting to like cuddle with me and have this connection. And you know what? Like it can just take time. Like your child's barely girl. Your child's not even like five months old. Like he was born in December, girl. Girl, he, I don't even, what are we? April? He's five months. Wait, December to January, January to February, February to March, March to April. Four months? Bitch, I can't do math. Anyway, your child's barely, girl, I'm surprised he's even just opening his eyes, girl. Like, he's still new, girl. And it's not to shade you or nothing like that, but it's like he's still young. I think you're just in your head like you say you are. Your child's going to form a connection with you. And the thing is this, it's indicative off of you. You are the mom you are the one who has that responsibility. It has nothing to do with, bitch, where you high off of fucking med medicine and all of a sudden there was a huge connection of oxytocin um, in your brain while you was over here pushing out your baby. So now all of a sudden you got a connection with your baby. That's some bullshit, bitch. And let me tell you why. If you need to tell yourself, oh, bitch, I literally... because had a chemical response and that's the reason why i have a connection no you should be a good mom period you should have a connection with your child period otherwise you don't have them okay just don't have kids if you cannot be automatically in love with your child if you cannot automatically have the, like you should have a connection with the child point blank that's your child you should want to do the best for them so while your sister over here worried about her over here popping out babies and shit like that, she need to probably be worried about going to therapy so she could be a better mom later on down the road. And I'm not trying to really eat your sister up like that because I know you probably love your sister, but it's really fuck your sister for right now. You know, those are things that you need to be doing. How can I be a better mom for my child? Oh, let me go ahead and go through therapy and work out any things that I need to do so that I'm not dumping all that shit on my child. How can I be a, um, be present for my child? How can I do all, like, how can I be emotionally available for my child? Yeah, it's great that, you know, you gave birth, but that don't mean shit. My mom gave birth to me. Like, my biological mom gave birth to me. And, and what? What did that do? What did that give me? Nothing. Literally nothing. There's a woman sitting downstairs right now watching her stories, young and restless. Um who did not give birth to me and has a strong connection with me. Like we are thick as thieves and I know I'm her favorite. I know. Okay. I know you're not really supposed to say these things. I know I'm really like whispering and stuff, but like, I am like my mom's favorite, you know? And my mom had her own biological child afterwards, but it's like, there's, it's not like she's, Oh, I like, you know, I have a connection with my biological son and not with Solomon. That's literally so fucking goofy. Like that's that's I don't even think that's a real thing. Cause if you're if you're literally saying, Oh, I 
have a connection with my child because I gave birth with them. That means to say, like, if I didn't give birth with my child, I wouldn't have a connection. And it's like, then that's your fault. You know, so I wouldn't even girl, fuck your sister. Don't even let that get into your head. <clears throat> um, and, you know, there are honestly everybody I know who's adopted. They have very strong connections with their fam their adopted parents. And I mean, I'm not saying some of them might even have good, you know, connections and, you know, got a little bit of love for their biological parents too. But the connection with a, an adoptive parents is completely different. Like it's, it's more, I feel, but, um, I wouldn't really get into it. I, you know, I mean, I would just probably let her know like, okay, cute. I know you're joking, sis, but the, the jokes in today. Cause I'm a backhand you. Okay. And I know you probably still got some sutures in your coochie right now. And I know if I scare you with a backhand, you'll still piss on yourself. So I just want you to know right now, keep it cute. Keep it cute and keep me and, and my son, my son, out your mouth. And I'll send you a fucking edible arrangement for fucking carrying my child. But let that be the first and the last time you say some slick shit like that. Because I want my child to have a good auntie. And I need you in our life. And we want you in our life. And we're very thankful that you carried um, our son because it means the world to me. But these little, these jokes are not funny. Because how would you like it if somebody said that shit about you? What if, what if we switched spots and you weren't able to carry your child and I did that and I was over here eating you up on the sidelines? Absolutely not. That shit is trifling. Very fucking trifling. So... <clears throat> I don't even know if I really gave you any advice. Oh, you said, should I cut my sister off? I would say no. You know, just talk to just talk to her and let her know how you feel. You know? And also be like, you know, it does not feel good that you have me worried every day that I'm not going to be, have a connection with my, my son. You know? And I would just let her know, like, bitch, this, that shit is fucked up. But I would also be stern and assertive and let her know what's up. And let her know, don't say some shit like that again. Mm -hmm. And honestly, quiet as it's cap, I don't know if your mom is alive or I don't know what the dynamic is, but I would say it in front of my mom too. Because I think mothers, once they become grand grandparents, they change a little bit. They become a little bit more lax. <clears throat> you know, they ain't, they ain't the mom that... you you used to growing up. So they're going to be like, uh-uh, don't say some shit like that about my grandsons. Your mom will have your back, I'm sure. So I would say it in front of my mom, be like, mm-mm. Yeah, I'll put her ass on fucking front street. That is so fucking trifling. Because then you're in like, you're in this situation where it's like, I'm happy and grateful that you did this for me. Wow, what a gift. But bitch, don't do this if you're just going to be saying some shit like this forever i'm gonna let you say this now and be glad i let you say it but this is it don't you ever say some shit like this ever again and i don't know what type of agreement y'all got you know I, I, i'll be like you know my son would definitely know that you carried him and and i have no problems with it but that also you know what you know what janet you also got to be strong in yourself and be 
Gucci and yourself to be like, yeah, and yes, your auntie carried you. This is what's up. This is how it happened. This is, uh, it was because I medically could not carry you. And your son will understand these things. People, everybody will understand it. Yeah, and this is what it is. Boom. Because sometimes you have to take the piss out of it yourself. You know, like, <clears throat> sometimes, meaning like, I have to be, you have to be comfortable, 100% comfortable with something yourself so that, like, when people say shit like that, it don't even bother you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be very cool and comfortable with yourself and take the piss out of it yourself before anybody else can even infiltrate that. So it's like, girl, you saying some shit and it's like silly. So girl, boo. Like, I don't really care. Because honestly, anybody who hears something like this, if you... <clears throat> If you got any sort of heart, anybody who hears, especially their sister, saying some shit like this, like, they're going to be looking at the sis your sister like, damn, that's really fucked up. And they're going to always side with you and sympathize with you. No one's going to be siding with that silly shit because it's silly and it's shitty. So good luck, girl. But please keep us posted and moving right along. So this week, I was going to just do a whole episode of beef, which y'all really liked that episode last week of me just doing all my beef. But clearly, I didn't. But um, I just, I have two things of beef to really address this week. And it's really, it's basically the same beef, but it's kind of two separate beefs, if that makes sense. The first beef is with the Target employees. Um... If your store closes at 10, which, girl, I'm going to get into that later. But if your store closes at 10, we do not need an announcement at 9 at nine p.m. saying that you're closing. We don't. And we do not need an announcement every minute on the minute after 9.45 saying, the store will be closing, the store will be closing, the store will be closing. Bitch, we get it. Do you think we were just planted here on Earth out of fucking nowhere and don't understand that people close, like clo stores close? How about this? How about y'all go back to your regular hours? <clears throat> Maybe bitches wasn't wouldn't be out here, you know, at nine thirty scrambling to get shit. If y'all would keep your stores open a little bit longer than they used to be before COVID, how about that? Didn't think about that, did you? I was at the gym, and honestly, I canceled my gym membership because this shit pissed me off. My gym closes at 9 p.m., which some of y'all be like, oh, that's not that bad. Da -da -da. Bitch, I don't be waking up in the morning like y'all. If, and mind you, these are their COVID hours. Bitch, it's 2023. Ain't nobody got no COVID no more. And I know I said that recently and the girls were like, oh, my God, I've been following you for years. And I can't believe you said that my auntie died. And I get that. And I sympathize with it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, bitch, we got to get back to the regular hours. OK. It ain't given lockdown no more. It ain't given COVID no more. It ain't given. <clears throat> it's not given. We got a short supply of employees. No, what it's giving is big business is trying to shut down and lower their motherfucking overhead, raise the motherfucking prices, thinking that it's fucking inflation when it really fucking ain't, and and maximizing their profits. That's all it really. That all. That's all it boils down to. And they're saying it under the guise of saying like, oh, it's COVID. It's not. 
It's not. They have employees. Ain't nobody calling out because they got COVID no more, bitch. Bitches are trying to get more hours. Bitches are over here looking for more work. It's not COVID, girl. Keep them fucking things open longer. It's fucking 9 o'clock. Gym closed at 9 o'clock. Talking about... Well, because they used to close at 11. They closed at 9. So, it's fucking literally 9.04. Gym is packed. Bitches is scrambling to get out of there. That should be in that should be an indicator saying like, oh, you know what? It's not like, oh, we're closing at nine because nobody's here. Oh, it's just, you know, it's no business. No one is bitches are still there. So that means pe- people still nine o'clock. Let's say a bitch gets off work at five. They go home, stuck in traffic or whatever, they get home at five thirty. They may want to eat something. Or whatever, bitch. It's six o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Then you don't want to really work out on a full stomach. So then, like, let's say you take your pre-workout. It takes me, like, 30 minutes for my pre-workout to kick in. Whatever. Long story short, let's say you get to the club. The club. You get to the gym around, like, 7.30, 8.15. I don't know everybody else, but it depends on which. Unless you're a bitch who just be on the elliptical or doing, like, stretches or Pilates or some shit like that, great. But if you're someone who's lifting weights and stuff like that, you do what it. Sometimes you have to wait to get into the groove of things until you get into that that like not nirvana that's not bitch that is not what i'm trying to say that like headspace where like you're in it now like you're in this like realm like you you it's you're there and that could last for me sometimes it lasts like 45 minutes to like 50 minutes but it can take like like sometimes it can take like 20 minutes for me to get there and then once I'm there, it's good. But then it's like, if it's already 7.30, 8.15, and this bitch over here closing at 9, and you got them yelling at you, talking about, we're closing, we're closing, we're closing, we're closing. Bitch, ain't nobody got COVID no more. Ain't no, it ain't giving COVID no more. Y'all are over here trying to maximize your profits. And just say that. I, You know, that's the thing. It's like, I just wish a bitch would just be really funky with it. Be like, you know what? I don't want to keep it open. I'm just trying to maximize my profits. I raise the prices because I'm just trying to make some more money, girl. I could have, I could really fuck with it. I could be like, you know what? T. But when bitches over here, like, we raise our prices and, you know, we lower the quality and we we close, um, we're shutting down um, the store at this and the gym at this hour because of COVID. Don't lie to me, Greg. Do not fucking lie to me. I do not like that. Because then you're really insulting my intellect. Because we all don't know what the fuck is going on. And now you're lying, saying, oh, because it's COVID. Girl, shut the fuck up. Don't be running them games. I hate shit like that. Bitch, keep them... Do- Just... Target closing at 10 p.m. is really wild. Because there used to be a time where they would close at midnight at the one in San Diego. Sometimes 11. But midnight is when the ones will be closed and then the walmarts would stay open 24 hours and like it was just like we lived we really took for granted all those those hours so i'm like bitch why is the gym closing at nine o'clock that's crazy but you want to know what's even more crazier you know what you you want to know what's crazier why is Taco Bell closing at 10 p.m.? 
Why is Del Taco closing at 10 p.m.? Why is McDonald's closing at 9.30? I ain't got no business being in them damn drive-thrus because I'm trying to get skinny mini. So it's actually working in my fucking favor. But I just want to know. Y'all was supposed to be, y'all was the ones we needed you the most. The restaurants and the non-fast food places, y'all bitches was closing at 9.30 and 10 o'clock. When we needed a warm meal, Savannah, when we needed a warm meal, we would hit them fucking drive-thrus. And y'all close. What are, what are the truckers supposed to do? What are the girls who work late night supposed to do? Starve to death, shrivel up and die? You know what I'm saying? We over here worried about the wrong things in life. And, it, you know, honestly, you know what? I shouldn't even say this because honestly, the, we do need to really worry about gun control. I was about to make a really horrible off-the-cuff joke. But it's not, it's so serious. Gun control is really so serious, bitch. It's actually not, that's not even the joke. I was, I was going to be like, oh, girl, we over here worried about gun control. We need to be worried about fast food. No, no, we don't. Um, But we over here worried about a lot of things. But it's like, y'all, we need to find regular, some, some politician, y'all, the politicians over here worried about some weird shit, bitch. Banning books. Um, not talking about Jim Crow laws and shit like that in, in school. We talking about, we also need to find, I get it. If that's your specialty in politics and that's what you want to focus on, great. Um, abortions, whatever. I really don't care. We also, also for every one of those politicians, we need a politician who's going to be for the people. We need a politician who's going to be like, bitch, honestly, why are these stores closing so, so late? I mean, so early. It's not COVID no more, bitch. And honestly, bring back the goddamn snack wraps. Side note, ladies and gentlemen. So, the snack wraps are not back permanently, even though they can because they got all the shit to, to make the snack wrap. But they, um, Wendy's got their own snack wrap. So, I don't know what it tastes like, bitch. Because, bitch, Wendy's also be closing at fucking 9, 30, 10 o'clock. But if I ever get to a, a Wendy's, I'm going to let y'all know what it tastes like. Because, bitch, ooh. Um, but yeah, that's really it, girl. I don't really want to give it off too much because y'all did, y'all really ate me up when I made my little rant about COVID and stuff. Cause y'all was like, bitch, I have family members who died from COVID. And I was like, bitch, that has nothing to do with my rant. You know what I'm saying? Like you could still have family who die from COVID and still think it's a serious thing and still realize like, bitch, you can still keep the store open. You could keep the store open for an extra hour. And another thing that's really annoying me is when I be dropping off packages and stuff, the post office be like, we just want to let you guys know based because of COVID and, you know, some other, I'm like, girl, it's, girl, it's been three years. It's been three years. If you, if you cannot figure out a way to run your business after three years, give it up, delicious. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're presented with an obstacle three years ago that was a temporary obstacle, I mean, I guess some of the effects were semi-permanent, but for the most part was a temporary obstacle. If you cannot find a way three years later to run your business efficiently, give it up, delicious. Give it up. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, and yeah, moving right along. 
All right, so final thoughts. Damn, I was really going to talk about this um, earlier when I before I started crying about Joy Luck Club. But um, I really do need to do this little credit thing with y'all. Um, but yeah, I mean, okay, if I could give any sort of... Okay, this is the advice I would get. And a lot of you guys know this. A lot of people don't. But I would say this. This is my final thought. And it's not even like a real final thought. It's just really giving like a little tidbit of advice. But when you're paying your credit card, look at do not pay the on the due date. Let's say it says your due date is on the 20th. But let's say your, your bill closes on the 10th. Pay your bill on the 9th. Okay? And honestly, if you can... Pay a minimum of 70% of the whole balance. I get it. Not everybody can do that. You know, if you could pay your whole bill, the whole balance, bitch, even better, bitch. But if you can pay, let's say your credit limit is $1,000 and that month you spent $800. That means you've all, you are at 80% utilization for that credit card. So when they report it to the credit bureaus, they're going to be like, damn, bitch. This bitch is broke. Not saying, and you know what I'm saying? You could have paid that whole $800 balance off like that month. But by the time they report it to the credit bureau, it's going to look like you're broke and you're a bitch who, who survives off of credit, you know, and who, who lives check to check. You know what I'm saying? And you might, or you may not, it doesn't really fucking matter, but that's how it's viewed on the credit bureaus. So if your balance, let's say your credit limit is a thousand, you use 800. Oh, I'm really bad at um, math. Um, so that means if your balance is, if your credit limit is a thousand, that means you want to get it to a minimum balance of 300. If you can get it to a hundred, fabulous. Bitch, if you can get it to a zero, it's great. Or a dollar, it's great. But the minimum you need to get it to is 300 before it starts to look good. So what you need to do is you need to make a $500 payment. But do not make it on the due date, which is on the 20th. Do it before your bill closes. So let's say, hypothetically speaking, if your bill closes on the 10th, make that $500 payment on the 9th. Because on the 10th, when your bill closes, your credit card company will send all that information to the credit credit bureaus and report it as what the balance is. So if you make your payment on the 9th, and you pay it down, pay your your balance down to three hundred. It's going to report to the credit bureau like, "Hey, this bitch is only using thirty percent of her her credit," and it's gonna look good. It'll look better if you can get it down to ten percent. So it's like, but whatever. Um, but let's say you wait to make that payment to on your due date. It don't matter. They've already reported it on the tenth. Yeah, your due date's on the twentieth, but it don't really fucking matter. It's literally already imprinted on your credit report. It'll be there till next month it does not matter what you do anymore if they've already reported it so i would just urge you guys to just get more familiar with your credit cards um and look at the closing date look at the closing date if, if it, it'll be on your statement but if you don't if you can't read it just call your credit card company and be like hey bitch when is my closing date when does this bill close and they'll be like this is your closing date and it will never be the same day as your due date your due date is like really irrelevant. Don't even look at the due date, bitch. Who cares? Pay your bill the day before your closing date. I mean, you could pay it 
a couple days before your closing date. But if that's the case, don't you can't use your card until the 10th. You know what I'm saying? So let's say you're using your card, you know, up until the 8th of the month. And that means the next day on the 9th, pay that whole bill off in full. And then on the 10th, they send all that information to your credit bureau. Great. And your credit score will start to boost. You know what I'm saying? Um, another thing I would suggest to you guys to do, and a lot of you guys have already done it, is there is a link in my bio. It's my link tree. It's also a link to my link tree in the podcast description. And it's this thing called Stellarfy. And it's fabulous. So basically, basically what I described to you is they're just doing it more seamlessly for you. So you get credit for paying your Spotify bill, your light bill, anything that has like a credit card that you could pay for. So not like th- not bills that you can pay with your um, checking account. That won't work. It has to be bills that you can pay with a debit or credit card. So um, what it will do is it will create like a line of credit for you and it will pay your bills automatically. So if you have, I don't know, $100 worth of TV subscriptions, HBO Max, all them things. Because, girl, it really do be like $100 each month, bitch. Um, honestly, cancel some of them things. I just want y'all to know. Cancel some of them things. Find somebody to use their login, whatever. Look online. <laughs> Look on some some Reddits, <laughs> some fucking forums, bitch, to find a fucking login. Because it's, it's too much. It's too much. But let's say, hypothetically speaking, you got like $100 worth of shit. Well, if you sign up for Sellerfy... They do, I believe they do charge you like $5 a month for this service, but it's totally fucking worth it because it will give you a line of credit. I think my line of credit is $25,000 just because I have a lot of shit that I pay off of there and I pay the $9 fee because there's two levels. You can do the $5 or the $9. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. They give you a line of credit and um, no credit check, no nothing. It's just a line of credit. And But it's not really a line of credit, if that makes sense, because you link your your checking account with them. You tell them, and, and they'll find it too. Um, It's really easy to use, but they'll be like, okay, my Spotify is $10 a month. They pay that every month for you. So every month, they report to the credit bureaus as you having, let's say, an $800 credit limit with them, a, credit, a line of credit with them. And they report it each month saying, this bitch has a zero balance each month. So it's showing the credit bureaus, hey, this hoe got a a, a line of credit that's $800 and she's not using it. That hoe is, she got coins. She's not using up her credit. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to boost your credit score up tremendously. Um, So I would not suggest anything to y'all if I personally am not using it myself. It's a really great tool. I wish I would. they would have had something like this years ago. Um, girl, I also wish I would have just understood this stuff as a child or, like, younger. But, you know, it is what it is, bitch. It's not that deep. Can't really change the past. But I would suggest that people who are trying to fix their credit, there are other things I do need to explain, too, like how to remove things from your credit. But y'all have been pressing me, like, what can we do? What can we do? This is a very easy, simple thing because credit utilization is I think it's worth 35% of your credit score and it's heavily weighted. Like it's really heavily weighted. So, you know, it's, and it, and the thing is we're under this impression that like, oh, I pay my bills on time. Girl, it don't matter. 
It don't matter. It's not about paying your bill on time. It's about credit utilization. So if you have three credit cards and each credit card has a limit of a thousand that you have, a you have $3,000 showing up on your credit report each month of credit cards. I mean, uh, a balance. I mean, not a balance, but a limit, which is nothing wrong. It doesn't matter if you have 3,000, 10,000, 100,000. It does not matter what the limit is, but it's how much you're using. You know what I'm saying? So there's ways of tricking, not tricking, but like making it seem to the credit bureaus that you're not using your credit cards when you really are, you know? But it's all about paying your credit cards before. And honestly, if you can try, pay them all off on top, like the whole balance. But if you can get it underneath 30%, that's even better. But pay before the closing date. I cannot stress that enough. Pay before the closing date. Because then it just reports to the credit bureau as this bitch got money. Or is she just responsible for her finances? And if she's not responsible for her finances, she's just a bitch that does not rely on credit. So when you do go for a home loan or whatever, they be like, well, of course, I don't mind giving you a million dollar home loan because, well, you also need the income to back it up. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, oh, we don't mind giving you a good rate for this because clearly you've been living with all these high credit limits and bitch, we looking at your credit and they over here saying you don't even use your credit cards. So of course we'll give it to you when reality you are. Does that make sense? So um, if you, if that was too much to understand, just go on YouTube. There's so many people explaining these things. It's not that hard to, I mean, it takes, it might take a while to kind of wrap your head around it. But once you get into that, um, the motion of it, it's so easy but for the for you guys that are, may not have the ability to pay your credit cards in full, I would suggest using Stellarify. Um, they have something else called Chime, but Chime's not the same. Um, I think Stellarify is literally the best. So I will go to Stellarify. There's a link in my bio. Um, sign up. I think if you sign up under my referral code, you get $5. Um, but it's it's really fabulous, bitch. So yeah, that's kind of really about it. Um, right now it's going to sell out this week. I already know girl, but it's buy one collagen serum, get the other one half off. It's already about to sell out, bitch. We only got like 60 more bottles left. So I don't even know why I'm telling y'all. Cause by the time you probably hear this episode, it's going to be gone. Um, but if you do, if, if it's not gone, go to sawraybeauty.com. You can get the collagen serum, buy one, get one half off. The coochie Clorox is still on pre-order. There's only 10% left. For you guys to pre-order. Um, and aside from that, that's really it, bitch. One more episode, and then we're the next episode after that will be the 100th episode. So, yes, take care of yourself and each other. Bye. <laughs>